This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday. It's January 20th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. As President-elect Joe Biden's terms begin at noon today, it will be an inauguration day for the history books. Kamala Harris will officially be the first female vice president and the first black and South Asian woman to take the role. There's a pandemic raging across the country, and the outgoing commander-in-chief is being impeached because of a deadly riot at the U.S. Capitol. And the date is a palindrome that won't happen for another thousand years. Not in modern times has an inauguration been staged in the middle of such domestic turmoil. But while the 59th inaugural ceremonies will be much smaller because of security concerns and health risks, Biden and Harris will take the oath of the office of the Capitol's West Front. The same day Biden is sworn in, he will introduce immigration legislation that will include an eight-year pathway to citizenship for nearly 11 million immigrants living in the United States without legal status, along with expanding refugee admissions and an enforcement plan that includes deploying technology to patrol the border. President Donald Trump has issued pardons to his former strategist Steve Bannon and rapper Lil Wayne. Among 143 people awarded pardons and commutations in his final hours in office. The list uh, issued by the White House includes names unfamiliar to the American public, regular people who have spent years languishing in prison, as well as politically connected friends and allies like those he's pardoned in the past. It includes 73 pardons and 70 commutations. Bannon has been charged with duping thousands of investors who believed their money would be used to fulfill Trump's chief campaign promise to build a wall along the southern border. Instead, he allegedly diverted over a million dollars, paying a salary to one campaign official and personal expenses for himself. Wednesday's list includes its share of high-profile defendants. Among them were rappers Lil Wayne and Kodak Black, both convicted in Florida on weapons charges. Dwayne Michael Carter Jr., the rapper known as Lil Wayne, was granted a full pardon for charges of possession of a firearm and ammunition by a conviction felon. The White House statement noted the rapper has been involved in charitable activities, including donations to research hospitals and food banks. Wayne has frequently expressed his support for Trump and recently met with the president on criminal justice issues. Rappers are working their way into it. There's word that little Yachty might end up at Surgeon General. Oh, wow. That's just kind of wild. Interesting. Um, Any word on uh, Joe Exotic? Uh, there, I didn't. You know what? I, I went through the list um, quickly of the other names, and I didn't see that. I saw it posted yesterday. Now, whether it was true or not, that there there was. A, did you see this limo with a huge? It was the most it looked, absurd. It was no. a it was like an F two fifty or something yeah. like that. It was a stretch uh, pickup truck. Okay, and, and it had the bed in the very very back, and it was like waiting for Joe Exotic in case in case he got pardoned. He got pardoned by uh, Trump, and oh it was like legit. This is real. I'm like, oh, come on, man. This is just a, this is it's a limo, but it was pretty funny. I'd never seen a limo quite oh, like that. Oh, that's great. Son of a bitch. Cease. Goodbye, suckers. Well, Lil Wayne Wait, got pardoned. Part, but... Well, okay. There's a big banner behind it that says Pardon Joe Exotic. So uh, it was probably some kind of publicity stunt by whoever has this Might have been for limo. the limo company, yeah. Preston. I've never seen a limo like that in w- my life. Would you not rent that limo if you had the I option? Would. It's got a gold wing door on the side yeah. of it. <laughs> To get inside. It also has like an open air uh, yeah, seat in the back. Yeah, it's a pickup yeah, that's, truck. That's a pickup. That's the oh, bed. It's, a pick, it's the bed it's of a the truck. Oh my god! Get out of here. Pickup truck. Oh my god, man. <laughs> oh Isn't my that ridiculous? God. <laughs> it's a Dodge Ram. It's a Ram. Like, you're yeah. right. Oh my god. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> 
Well, I don't think Joe Exotic was pardoned, so Aww. that will not get put to use. The Mega Millions jackpot is edging closer to the $1 billion mark after no winner was drawn Tuesday. The jackpot is now estimated at $970 million for Friday's drawing. It hit uh, If hit Friday, it would be the third largest jackpot in U.S. history. It's like a billion! Oh! <laughs> That's why. Like a billion. <laughs> Powerball, uh, the other lottery game offered in most uh, of the U.S., isn't far behind at $730 million for a drawing on Wednesday night. While there's no big winner, uh, there were 11 tickets sold that had five numbers, uh, missing only the final mega number. Nine of those tickets are worth at least $1 million, and two tickets sold in Florida are worth $2 million. It's the first time both lottery jackpots have topped $700 million. The biggest prize was a $1.58 billion Powerball jackpot won by three people in 2016, and the second biggest was a Mega Millions of $1.537 billion hit by one ticket in South Carolina in 2018. I'm really enjoying that app, Kathy. I haven't used it once. <laughs> <laughs> did you I download it. it? I did. You did. Sitting oh my on my phone. God. I'm still going old school. I'm still going by the beer by store. The yeah. right. Picking oh, them up not, there. Yeah, the beer store or like if you're just going past like a really like a small know, like a small little like well that looks like a place where the Powerball or, or Mega Millions would hit yeah I was doing that when I was you in try a, to do that you try to figure out a place that that would not be... figure out but just if I'm driving past like when I was in New Hampshire I was like this is the you know I would go past this little this looks like the type of place they'd show on the news where yep. the winning ticket was sold yep. right okay. yeah New Hampshire yeah, yeah. <laughs> some weird little mountain you weren't on town. vacation you just drove up there to get your ticket yeah, yeah. well yeah six hours you know Sunoco and Winwood you yeah. know that's where they hit. Yeah. Did you yeah. see that? No. Yes, yeah, Sunoco and Winwood had a million dollar ticket last week. Mm. It was like a billion. <laughs> what does the uh, the seller get? They get usually it's like ten thousand dollars or something yeah. like that. Okay. It's it's a nominal a nominal amount, but you know it's good for them. Yeah, it's well. your ass. Yeah. yeah, it's also publicity. Yeah, yeah I think chose. Chose downstairs with like ten oh, grand. They certainly would. Oh. But the truth of the matter is, there have been a few places that have struck a couple times. Like you think, okay, one and done. Now you got your. The odds are statistically against it, and then they get it again. I mean, if I won a billion dollars from Cho's, I would totally... Blow out the wall so they, they could, could have the whole thing. They, yeah, they could, you know, own, you know, maybe double of what they uh, right, own right, right now. Awesome. Yeah, so I would do that. Now we that. can pay double the rent. <laughs> <laughs> no one has won the Mega Millions jackpot since September 15th, allowing the prize to grow larger and larger over four months. The last Powerball jackpot winner was a day later on September 16th. Such big jackpots are rare, but both games rely on incredibly long odds to generate attention and increase sales. So get your tickets today. The Mega Millions and Powerball are sold uh, in played in 45 states as well as Washington, D.C. and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Powerball is also offered in Puerto Rico. It just illustrates how astronomical it is to get those numbers correct. With the millions and millions and millions of people buying the tickets for four months and not one time has it come up. So let me ask you, with two different lotteries, all of that money generated, right? So the money gets paid out, obviously, but there's still... The, the states wouldn't be in it if there wasn't a huge cash windfall. Absolutely. Where does that... Where does that money eventually go? They say that it goes to a few things, but, you know, how how does it get spread around? Because that's, that's a ton of cash. That's a good question. Yeah. I'd heard uh, sometimes they do designate, or they will in- indicate, I've heard, like, schools and things yeah. like Senior that. Senior citizens, you hear about elderly that? Elderly Pennsylvanians. Like, yeah. It's part yeah. of the elderly jingle. Pe- oh, that's right. right. That's yeah. Right. yeah, exactly <laughs> the people <laughs> who would be unaware whether they got the money or not. <laughs> I think I got a billion. (laughs) That's right, yeah. All right, let's do sports this morning.
sacks are young. What is that? Hang on. But now we know it as the thing that destroyed Denver. Oh, that's uh, that's uh, <laughs> oh. Bob De Niro. You hit I must the... hit it with one of my other fingers. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> like, what are your other really fingers? Matter? Does it really matter? Just kind of blended yeah. in. Saturday Night Live. Okay. <laughs> the Flyers avoided a second straight loss Tuesday night, beating the Sabres 3-0. Alain Vigneault's club rebounded from its worst home loss since the head coach was hired in April of 2019. Travis Konechny, Jacob Voracek, and Kevin Hayes' empty netter provided the goals Tuesday night, while Brian Elliott was superb in his first start of the season. The team is in Boston tomorrow night for a game against the Bruins. The Sixers host the Celtics tonight at the Wells Fargo Center. Game time is scheduled for 7 o'clock. And the NFL announced its eight-member officiating crew for Super Bowl 55 on Tuesday. Down judge Sarah Thomas will make history as the first woman ever to officiate a Super Bowl. Sarah Thomas has made history again as the first female Super Bowl official, said Troy Vincent Sr., the NFL's executive vice president of football operations. Her elite performance and commitment to excellence has earned her the right to officiate the Super Bowl. Congratulations to Sarah on this well-deserved honor. Super Bowl 55 is scheduled for February 7th at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks a bunch, Kath. Uh, Wednesday morning it is indeed, and that means that we have a chance for you to win a little freebie with our secret text word, and we have a digital download of Wanderer. Uh, which stars Aaron Eckhart and uh, Tommy Lee Jones. And you can text the word SECRET to 39333 to get in on the running for that. We'll ask for the designated caller later on to give us that secret text word, and we'll grab a random texture, too. The other winning that we have, of course, is money. We're talking about the lottery. It ain't $500 million, but it's $500, and that'll be pretty sweet in your back pocket. Better odds. Absolutely. Much better odds. Yeah, better odds. Uh, but we have seven opportunities for you to win yeah. today. So that's what's great about uh, playing the No Sad Dough contest that we have. So uh, two times in our show alone, 8 a.m., 10 a.m., we'll give you the keyword, and then uh, we'll tell you how to enter it, and then you just sit back and, and wait to win. It's a pretty sweet deal. So that is going on as well. Nick is out yet again today. He's uh, definitely way under the weather. He's feeling horrible. Any word? Did you get uh, other than what is like? I a- talked to him last night. He passed out at the doctor's office. Yeah, oh, yes, that's right. He had, yeah. he had a basal vagal reaction like I had on air. Yeah, mm-hmm. he had the, uh, I guess, uh, the little camera that goes up the nose and, like, into your sinuses and all that, and he passed out while that was up there. Oh, man. <laughs> Yay. Actually, I would like to pass out while that's going. That thing sucks he, when it's going up your nose. He said he was just, like, watching it, watching the camera. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then he said all of a sudden he was like, uh, I think I'm going to pass out. Wow. And he said he could hear people scrambling going, why don't we have ice packs in here? <laughs> interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, at this point, I've mastered that whole up the nose, tube down the throat thing. I, it's it's uh, it's horrible. It's annoying. How did he sound? Uh, he, you know, he's he's definitely sounds uh, sick. Yeah, yeah very. Yeah. Uh, but he was kind of laughing about the fact that he passed out. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see how he's hanging in there. In the meantime, Marissa's in the studio with us, so uh, we'll have her company, which is always a wonderful thing. So we'll take a break. Come back in a second. The entertainment report. Stupid question. Those things are on the way. Stay put. We'll be right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. 
Stephen's brand new deep navy blue and sparkling 24 karat gold dipped Twinkle Twinkle Rose is here. Don't miss out. Imagine the blue color of the sky just before the sun sets when you can start to see all the stars sparkling in the night sky. See Stephen's exclusive Twinkle Twinkle Rose now at IHateStevenSinger.com. Real jewelers, real roses with a real lifetime guarantee. Ship fast and free. Check out the entire collection of Stephen's famous roses starting at only $59. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so stupid question prize today. We have a digital download of the hilarious romantic comedy Sister of the Groom with Tom Everett Scott and Alicia Silverstone. So the question I have for you today is Inauguration Day. I wanted to know uh, what was the first United States presidential inauguration? What is the date? So I need the month, day, and year of the wow. very first United States presidential Jesus. inauguration. I know. <laughs> With what's with the details? It's not like you could just find that online. Two one five two six three, WMMR. I'll go through some birthdays today, Wednesday, January twentieth. Uh, we'll start with an American hero, Edwin Buzz Aldrin Jr. Wow. Uh, they don't make him like that anymore. Nope, he is uh, ninety-one years old today. <laughs> and was one of the, the only a twelve people who stepped foot on the moon. Was he the one that punched the guy in the face? He is. Yeah. There is a guy who was one of these guys who the, the moon landing was fake, and yeah. he confronted Buzz Aldrin, <laughs> and Buzz Aldrin tried and just eventually said, "And I'm too old. enough yeah. of this," and just punched him in the exactly. face. Exactly. Yeah. You know, at, at some uh, point, I risk my life yeah. and, to go, and people die. Yes, on in, in the space program. Right. So shut your hold. Also your... made history. Yeah, like... <laughs> come on. And he was on Dancing with the Stars, right? That's really? right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Buzz Aldrin, ninety-one years he old also today. Loves to send out non-competes. Like um, what? At, at Continental, they used to have the Buzz Aldrin drink. And now they have to call it the Spaceman. Uh, you mean cease and desist? Cease, cease and desist. desist. Okay. okay. Yeah. Gotcha. He, he doesn't want other drinks competing with him. <laughs> yes. Harvey Wallbanger? Yeah. No, sorry. <laughs> can't get uh, Yeah, Tom Collins? Yeah. Get it out of here. Anything, after, anything with, a, with a person's name in it. All right, Lorenzo Lamas uh, is celebrating his birthday. He Buzz Aldrin sued him. Yeah. Uh, no, Lorenzo Lamas, uh, actor Arlene Dahl and Fernando Lamas's son. Arlene Dahl was uh, quite a looker. She's in the movie Journey to the Center of the Earth with... James Mason. Oh, uh, very good. Lorenzo Lamas was in Greece. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, was, he was the, the hunky f- yes, football he was. player, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He had blonde hair in that. We did not like we, what was his motorcycle show? Hawk or something like that? Oh, my God. I don't know. Yeah, he was, a, he was like a badass touring the country and saving lives. He's 63 today. Uh, director David Lynch. Genius. Is 75 today. Yeah, he's definitely got his own style, man. That's for sure. Uh, you know, here's the guy who did Eraserhead, which is watching a visual nightmare. It's like stepping on a nail. That's how annoying it is. And also did Elephant Man and Dune and uh, incredible stuff. I've mentioned this before. He was motivated to uh, some, the the, uh, the industrial sounds in Eraserhead. Yeah, the, yeah. That is pretty much the soundtrack of the movie. It's just weird. He got inspired while he lived here in Philadelphia. He lived in the city, and uh, he heard the kind of the the mechanical drone of the city, and that motivated him to use it. It's true. It's true. The funny thing is that he he is oh, he is at once a very esoteric 
bizarre filmmaker mixed with a traditional filmmaker, mm-hmm. and you get these weird things. The yeah. last thing he did, which I thought was wildly hilarious, I don't know if he wanted it to be hilarious. Oh, yeah. It seemed like it was. It's him interrogating a chimp. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and the chimp, they do like the, uh, the, the, the human mouth on it. Right. It's just hilarious. David Lynch is 75 today. It's Bill Maher's uh, birthday today, HBO's uh, real-time host. Uh, he is 65 years old today. I remember him years ago when he first started in stand-up, and then he built this yeah. political empire, uh, politically incorrect, and then on to this show. Yeah, he probably... I don't know if he'd still be doing stand-up if he I, wasn't doing this. So. I don't think so. Uh, Melissa Rivers, a daughter of Missy. Joan. Uh, yep, she uh, is 53 today. Uh, actor Skeet Ulrich. Skeet uh, Ulrich. Uh, Ulrich, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, you um, love Jericho, did you not? I did. Jericho was a great one of those great shows. Preston, one of the few shows that when they canceled it, they actually did a wrap-up episode. I remember. I the, always appreciated that. The demand was, was yeah. very high on that. So he is uh, 51 today. Rain Wilson, of course, The Office. We were just talking about a movie that he's in where he's a security guard at the bottom of a... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, what was the name of that? Where this, I don't remember. We, we were, just talked about it. I completely forgot. That was called Security Guard at the Bottom of the Well. <laughs> uh, we were talking to Mana Savari. Yes, that's that, right? the movie. Yeah. yeah. And I forgot the name of it. Oh, come on. <laughs> Made a big impact on us. So, uh, Rain Wilson. Don't is, Tell a Soul? Something don't like Tell that? a Soul. Something Maybe like that's that? it. Yeah. Yay! No, no De La Soul. Oh. No, Don't Tell a Soul. <laughs> De La Soul was a pop group. Oh, that's right. Yeah. What did they do? What's on a De La Solo? Back to life. Was that that? Back them? to reality. No, that was Soul to Soul. Sorry. Oh, oh man. Still good. What's going Sing on along. with us today? De La Soul, I don't remember. I'm going to look it up. God almighty. I bet you we have it. Uh, I'll bet you we don't. We have you to one so? day just, uh, you know, go through the information that we impart on the show and see what percentage is actually correct. <laughs> De La Soul had a song called Me, Myself, and I. All, oh. all good and breakdown. So I, 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 I got confused on that. Sorry. Break of dawn. Uh, Rain Wilson, fifty-five. Paul Stanley. Oh, yeah, we know what band he is with. Yes. Paul Stanley. Of AC DC and and AC. No, he's from Kiss. He is uh, sixty-nine years old today. We we're just talking about the fact that he's releasing a uh, a soul album, a cover, uh, an album of uh, soul covers. Yeah, that's his big. In- it's funny when you think about where he went musically, but his major influence was that stuff, the soul stuff. Yep. Uh, so 69 years old today. Hey, by the way, Preston. Back to life, soul to soul. Back to reality. Nice. Back to life. Back to reality. Uh, Paul Stanley, big fan of soul to soul. <laughs> turning 69. Soul. All right, and then, uh, wait, is that, that's not De La Soul, though. Oh, oh no. That's soul oh, to soul, no. right? Oh, I wasn't paying attention <laughs> Anyway, uh, Evan Peters is the last birthday I have on this list. Uh, he was Quicksilver in X-Men Days of Future Past. past and uh, he was in Kick-Ass, an American Horror Story. Very talented. Yep. Uh, he turns uh, 34 years old today. I think he also, Steve, he played Jeffrey Dahmer he did. in the movie Dahmer, right? Mm-hmm. One of the Dahmer movies, yeah. 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 There was that, you know, Dahmer in Paradise. Uh, <laughs> well, no, there was Dahmer the Teenage Electric Years. Domaloo. Yeah. They did, like, Dahmer teenage years, Dahmer in high school. That was the one he was in. Yeah, that was yeah. Ross Lynch, though, from uh, uh, Austin and Alley. Oh, boy. Yeah. No, no, I know that for a fact. We need to stop giving out it. Yeah. Okay, well, look up his credits, because I'm not going to... I'm not, I'm not, not going to rescind this I'm not one. going any further. Yeah. Until we get verification. I, I, uh, I, I need somebody who has a computer in front of them. I have no trouble, right. Please, so... Uh, so Evan Peters. What's the question here? Was Evan Peters in Dallas Hall? <laughs> no, Evan Peters was in a movie about Jeffrey Dahmer. 
in his teenage years. Uh, he was gonna. I, I remember it clearly. I remember him being uh, wonderfully talented as the very trippy teenage. All right. Uh, Young Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. Young Dahmer? No, I'm taking a look at <laughs> oh, it. Dahmer babies. Right, uh... So look up Evan Peters mm-hmm. and then scroll on down. And, and then, uh, Oh, he so... played he played Jeffrey Dahmer in Guess Who's Talking For. <laughs> and then I somebody else. It. No, it's Ross Lynch uh, played Jeffrey Dahmer. And I don't know if the name of the movie was called. <laughs> I just I maybe I'm wrong. I don't see it anywhere. Okay, so yeah. wait, wait, ten, about that? ten celebrities that. Tr- All right, no, I'm not finding. All right, so um, my friend Dahmer was the name of this movie that Ross Lynch was in, where he played Jeffrey Dahmer in high school. Okay, and then I'm, then I'm thinking of the wrong guy. Yeah, maybe. I mean, okay. they definitely look alike. Do they? Yes, but we've had Ross Lynch in studio before promoting the R5 concert. Oh my god! Yeah, I know. Well, all right. Well, I, hey, we're spent. off to so far off to a great. It's trip. horrible. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning. Can we do that? I yeah. doubt it. All right. What was the what was the date of the first United States presidential inauguration? 215-263-WMMR is the number. And I will go to... Uh, let me go to Scott. Hey, Scott, good morning. Good morning, sir. All right, Scott, you know the answer. April 30th, 1789. There you go, my man. Nice job. Evan Peters was there. Hang on a second. So this is Evan Peters. No, this is my friend Dom. This is what you're. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but who was who was in that case? Ross, Ross Lynch. Ross Lynch. Lynch. And what else was Ross Lynch? In? So he the was Evan in Peters. The Evan Peters story. He was in Austin and Alley, which is a. Um, uh, it was like a singing uh, Disney show, and then he was in this band called R Five with his brothers. Does anyone have aspirin? No. <laughs> and so we had them in studio. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Uh, the same day we had right the Struts, I think, in studio. Okay. All right, for Scott, we are going to set up a uh, set him up with a digital download of the hilarious romantic comedy Sister of the Groom, starring Tom Everett Scott and Alicia Silverstone. You can stream it instantly on your smart TV or favorite device with the Redbox app today, and it's rated R from Paramount Pictures. All right, I'm going to get into some of the entertainment report stories. This will be accurate. I know. Yeah. Are you uh, sure? Meghan Markle is hoping to settle her suit against the Associated Newspapers in lieu of a trial that her lawyer asked a British judge on Tuesday to rule that its publication of a deeply personal letter to her strange father was a plain and serious breach of her rights of privacy. Huh. Uh, the 39-year-old is suing for invasion of privacy and copyright infringement over the five articles published in February of 2019 in uh, the Mail on Sunday and Mail Online, which included portions of the handwritten letter that she sent to her father, Thomas Markle. You remember all this stuff. Yes. Uh, the Associated Newspapers is contesting her claim, and a trial is set for the fall, so there will be a trial. Uh, many expect it to be one of London's biggest civil court trials in years. Oh, everyone's going to be there. Uh, her lawyer argued that uh, the publisher had no real prospect of winning the case. Are they going to? So, okay, as his case pans out, uh, will they get? Will Thomas Markle have to testify or be involved in any way? Hey, yeah, it's a good question. Right? I don't know. Um, will they fly his ass? To, or, they, or maybe they'll just remote. I'm guessing no, because yeah. she sent the letter to him. So, but I, how did they Who get know? the letter? They get it from him. I, that that could really be sure. it. It was never leaked. Know. Who knows? Uh, during yesterday's. We know nothing. Episode of the Wendy Williams Show. Wendy Williams addressed her brother again, denying his claims that she didn't attend her mom's funeral. And listen to the to apparently what happened. She said, "Tommy, you don't know. Or wait, you know I was at mommy's service, 
and you know she looked beautiful in her casket, and you know that you fist fought a loving member of our family who is half your age. You do know this. She said, you started a fight over an open casket right there with my mother. Thank God we were at a civilized funeral home, and the men of the funeral home blocked so mommy wouldn't fall out there uh, and there'd be a catastrophe. You should know better at 53. So there was a fist fight. At mommy's funeral. At, at the mommy. casket. Mom, we went to go send mommy into the great beyond, and you got into a fist fight. Mommy. Mommy. <laughs> she, I was watching that show yesterday, Preston. She looks like she's a spitting image of one of those Muppets that's like a singer yeah. that has the long, straight hair. Who, Janice? If you can call up a couple of pictures of some... And just of some, the mouth moves. Right, So, but the mouth yeah, is his gaping it, thing. Yeah, just... Janice, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, you're Dear right. Dear God. Mm-hmm. I was watching... I, I happened to see it on the TV, probably because you were watching it, and I just was like, she... Like, nothing moves. It looks like a wax figure mm-hmm. with a, with How a you moving doing? mouth, with yeah. a giant mouth. Uh, Wendy also revealed that her ex-husband, Kevin Hunter, was at the funeral and helped to break up the fight between her brother and the unnamed family member. Why would you address this? Like, wouldn't you just, like, let this go? Like, maybe not bring attention to it, that there was a fist fight at Mommy's funeral. Right, the brother's spouting off about it, apparently. So that's why she's, I had to to respond. Uh, She said, Kevin walked up to the front and separated my brother and this young family member who was very confused being a young man. Mommy. And he moved it all out there to the lobby. (laughs) My mommy's dead. And you're having a fist fight. What's wrong with you? Right? Look at this. There's more pictures. How how do you leave the house? Yeah, you've never seen a picture of her from behind. Is there a hand up her ass? <laughs> Who knows? Jesus. I, I mean, in Preston, she's also, she appears to be seven feet tall. Yeah. I, 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 what's being built here? Are we building something to fight Godzilla? She might be. I'm going to fight Godzilla. <laughs> uh, Army Hammer was set to star in Shotgun Wedding until he accused uh, he was accused of peddling rape and cannibalism fantasies online. We've talked about this. He exited, that could hurt his career. <laughs> exited the Lionsgate rom-com starring Jennifer Lopez last week as the bizarre accusations continue to pile up. And now it seems Josh Jamal is in talks to replace Hammer. We like Josh Jamal. Yeah. Uh, Jason Moore, who directed Pitch Perfect, is helming Shotgun Wedding which tells the story of a couple that gathers families for a destination wedding, as even they wonder if they should back out, and then the wedding party gets taken hostage. I wonder how long. So technically, besides the, I guess there have been some allegations of mental abuse. Uh, has This story is so convoluted, Preston. Were there actually any allegations of physical abuse? No. Other than that, just kinky stuff. Of. Yeah, other than kinky stuff. No, right. nobody has, has okay. come forward and said, he hurt me. So I think if he... If he um, Takes a little bit of a rest, promises not to eat anyone for a while. Mm-hmm. I think he can come back. Uh, shooting will likely begin for that film in February. Well, it's goodbye for now for Alec Baldwin and Twitter. Uh, the actor bid adieu to the social media platform Monday in the wake of uproar over his wife's claims of having a Spanish heritage. Uh, he had written, Gloria. Twitter is like a party where everyone is screaming, not much of a party, goodbye for now. I'm going to Reddit. Uh, Hilaria Baldwin faced backlash, of course, after someone on social media began accusing her of faking a Spanish accent and questioning whether she was born on the Spanish island of <laughs> Mallorca. I don't think she's fully... She she has not herself addressed this, correct? 
Um, so she had apparently the lifestyle expert and podcaster sought to explain what she viewed as confusion. She said, this is something I take very seriously. And for those who are asking, I'll reiterate my story as I've done many times before. She said in a video on her Instagram account, I was born in Boston and grew up spending time with my family between Massachusetts and Spain. My parents and sibling, uh, live in Spain and I chose to live here in the USA. Uh, Alec appeared to defend his wife in a lengthy video that he had posted on his verified Instagram account in which he had talked about social media, saying there's things that have been said lately about people that I love, that I care deeply, care about deeply, which are ridiculous. He said, I mean, just ridiculous. Uh, this is not the first time he's taken a break from Twitter, though. He's done it a few times in 2017 after comments he made about sexual harassment and assault in the wake of the beginning of the Me Too movement. And it had sparked a little bit of outrage. Social media really wasn't around that much during the little pig time, right? <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Not Skirted that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's a little update on Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas. The same day that the split made headlines... Someone in a landscaping shirt was spotted throwing out a giant cardboard cutout of the Cuban actress into the trash receptacles outside of his Los Angeles home. I did see this. Yeah. I'd take that picture. Uh, There's a hell of a good picture. More than one Gone Girl reference about it on social media, as well as jokes that Affleck's brother Casey was really the masked man who did the deed. Uh, for the record, the photos showed up uh, showed multiple men in matching landscaper shirts throwing out trash and tidying up the star's property. Traditionally, when you would start dating someone, Preston, how long before you presented them with a life-size cardboard cutout of Wait, yourself? listen, I just threw out a cardboard cutout of myself. Uh, really? It was in my basement, oh, oh. yes. It was, uh, I don't know, it was something that I did for the station, and they made these huge cardboard cutouts of me. Um, I think it was. It had something to do with traffic, but it was. I would go out to events, and they would be there. Okay. And it was also, like, on the top of a car. Oh, that's what it was. It was a car dealership. Okay. And it, so it was on top. The cardboard cutout of me was on top of the car, and when these appearances were over, they were done with. So I took one home with me, and so it sat in my basement, and finally I'm like, what do I need a cardboard yeah. cutout of myself? This is ridiculous. Well, perhaps when you travel, you could use it as ID. You know what? It was early on when we came to MMR, and yeah. like I thought it was cool. Like I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like yeah. there's this this car dealership wants me to come out and do these appearances, and they made a cardboard cutout of me. Yay! They then, like me. They really like yeah, me. Yeah. And years later, I'm like, yeah, all right, we're gonna throw this well, out. We stare at cardboard, sort of cardboard cutouts of ourselves every morning. Well, behind you, Preston, yeah. yep. I, I look at my ugly face right behind you. It's from uh, the Phil's games. Yeah. When uh, they needed to fill the stands with cutouts. Uh, by the way, the reason they had he had the cutout was um, uh, it was just a few months ago. the The life size size image of her was part of a game that she had played with his children. Uh, so they were just they were playing around. I remember when that had surfaced. That's probably when things went south. On Tuesday, a bearded Affleck emerged from behind his gate solo to pick up his daily Dunkin' Donuts delivery. I'm going to pick up my Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, something that he used to do with Ana de Armas, but now he's doing it by himself. He's a big Dunkin' fan, actually. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Boston, 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 yeah, Boston, loves yeah. it. He's always yeah. rocking the Dunkin'. Uh, Tiffany Trump, Donald's younger daughter, announced on her father's last full day as president yesterday that she is engaged. Uh, the 27-year-old announced the news on Instagram, sharing a photo of herself and fiancé, uh, Michael Bulo, uh, Bulos, B-O-U-L-O-S, Bulos, uh, at the White House, writing, feeling blessed and excited for the next chapter. Uh, she's a recent graduate of Georgetown Law School, and the 23-year-old Bulos is a business executive. Uh, Tiffany is Trump's daughter with his second wife, Marla Maples. 
Uh, the ladies in season 25 of The Bachelor aren't here to play. No? After Sarah Trott quit Matt James's season amid major drama with other contestants, including Victoria Larson, uh, she hit up social media to vent. Oh, um, she did? The 24-year-old shaded Queen Victoria, who Ooh. is 28. I don't know any of this, but I'm loving it. Uh, sharing a quote on Instagram that reads, real queens fix each other's crowns. Exactly. Uh, she said, we see the quote, women supporting women all the time on the internet, but what does that really mean? Well, The Bachelorette, uh, or The Bachelor, is all about women supporting other women. That's what they do at the, on that show. They're very supportive. Well, she continues saying, to me, it means sharing encouragement instead of judgment. Uh, and uh-huh. she said, refraining from negative comments, even when it's sometimes easier to say something mean instead of something nice. It means supporting a female-owned business and paying full price. It means supporting a younger woman in your industry and offering guidance and support when appropriate. It means valuing community over competition. It does not mean you have to pretend like everyone, like you like everyone always. Uh, that's impossible. What the but hell it, are you talking about? But it does mean being a good person, keeping your head up, and refraining from degrading another human being. You oh. never know the internal battles another person is going through. She's concluded saying, at the end of the day, please just be a decent, kind individual. But- so Sarah had crashed a group uh, date with Matt, and the ladies were not pleased. Adding fuel to the fire, she stayed in her room for two days. When she tried to make amends, the other contestants weren't having it, so she left. I don't know one aspect of what you just said, who they are, or what happened. This That's how alien this world is to me. Uh, her timing worked out well. In addition to not feeling the house vibe, she wanted to be there for her dad, who was battling ALS. Uh, Sarah shared an update saying, Hi, guys, sharing a quick update for the first time in a while. My dad was up for a walk around the neighborhood, the lake. Uh, he doesn't get a chance to uh, get out of the house often because it's such a difficult process now, getting dressed, getting uh, strapped safely into our wheelchair van. You know how it goes. Things that once were so easy, like putting on short sunscreen, hopping in the car for an adventure, are much more difficult now. I know of two men that watch this show on the reg. One does it for his job. Uh, he is in radio. Uh, and then the other one, I'm pretty sure he does it so he has something to talk to women about. Hmm. And... I don't know if this is the equivalent of, uh, you know, back in the day, like, guys would watch, like, General Hospital so that they would have something to talk to, you know, some of the ladies about. Yeah. I don't know. I I know a few select stories, the ones that rise above this stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are so many names, 90 seasons, 55 million contestants, and the dynamics is exactly the same. I do know one story concerning the Bachelorette, Preston. Uh-huh. You know that Claire, that one who left the show early? Yeah, yeah. she and Dale Moss are taking time apart. Oh, you heard no. about oh, that? Dude, I got it right here. You got it right there. Yeah. You got your finger on the pulse. Uh, the pair who met and got engaged this summer are putting their love on pause. A source said Claire and Dale have been fighting a lot recently. Weren't they incredibly in love just a little while ago. They are made... So much so that she left the series to That's be right. with him. When you find the right one, you just know it. They are mainly in disagreement over lifestyle preferences. I hate your life. Uh, Dale wants to be in a lively city and focus on his career. And Claire is rooted in Sacramento to help care for her mom. I don't want to go to Sacramento. Uh, it's been very tense recently between them. I want to be where the living is fun. Uh, this... I want to boogie all night. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like Green Acres. It's really what it is. Yeah, only the other way around. He wants the city huh? life, and she right. wants to be 
a little bit more rural. She wants to be the farmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the source goes Claire. out and said they've decided to take some time apart now. They are still figuring out the logistics of their relationship and if they will stay together. Let's figure out the logistics. Uh, reports, uh, the source reports that the rift is official and that they split last it, it, week. It's done. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to work on. It's over. Knock yeah. it off. Yeah, exactly. And she, she regrets every decision she made because she could have completed the season and been with 55 other guys mm-hmm. and had 49 other sexual encounters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, let's see. What else do I have here? Oh, yeah. Uh, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher are no. going to star together. Again. <sighs> uh, I thought in... you say they were split. Oh, no, 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 no. They're going to be in a Cheetos commercial together. No, no. Well, that, that actually will can bring people yeah, together. Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. Yep, for the Super Bowl. They first met in on that 70s show, and they returned to the small screen first Super Bowl commercial. How old? So she was like, uh, like she was 13, 14 when they were, and they had kissing scenes, and he was 17 or 18? Yeah. Uh, I think she was like 16. Uh, Cheetos shared a peek at the ad, which shows uh, Kutcher opening an envelope containing a set of mysterious black and white photographs and an empty bag of Cheetos new crunch pop mix. Uh, clearly, a snack crime has been committed. Uh, do you have any excitement over Super Bowl commercials anymore, or no, the airing? Not really, they no. air so far out. Excitement, no, but I, you know, I'm definitely tuned in. I, I you know, turned on. Well, not <laughs> well. It's turned on. I'm tuned in. The um, they've made too much hoopla about the the commercials, um, and it's. <clears throat> It's distracting from the product, man. You I don't know, think they made the too much of a hoopla. I think that it became available prior to, so it's not like sitting down and seeing it for the first Kathy, time. It was- they're rating them afterwards. We talk. We have the ratings of the commercials. They are definitely making too much of the actual commercials. And I know that they are releasing them I'm ahead saying, of time. They're, yeah. th- they're you see them ahead of time. Of time. It, it takes away from it. You're not seeing it for the first time. Right. You've seen it for two weeks prior to the Super Bowl. It's not the debut on the <laughs> night of the Super <laughs> no. Bowl. And I feel, I feel used. Yeah, I I I now view them negatively because now I'm I'm obligated to pay attention because of what we do for a living and it's a yeah. thing, and I don't like that thing. I don't like it, and I don't like it, and yeah. uh, many of them have actually been substandard over the past couple yeah. of years. Yeah, yeah, and and some get uh, uh, people you know just rave on about them, and I'm like, that's really not that special, it's not funny. whatever. But anyhow. Uh, tis what it is. Stop it. They spent a whole lot of money on it. So uh, so we'll look for them. Oh, and Shaggy is going to be a uh, rapper. Shaggy oh. <laughs> will be involved. Not from uh, Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. Hey, Scoob. Yeah, so he will be in that commercial as well. Uh, let's see here. All right, this is, uh, this is a pretty wild story. Steve, you sent this over to me. There was a guy on Baywatch, Jeremy Jackson. He played uh, Hobie, right? Is that oh, who he was? Yeah, yeah he was, oh, he was uh, Hobie? Yeah, he was. Listen. <laughs> So you, I, I'm watching the series from the beginning because the plot points are so meticulous on uh, on Pluto. Uh, and uh, Jeremy Jackson's his name, and he he has had a troubled life, you yeah. know. And uh, so he he got into steroids and all this stuff, and the life is crazy. But uh, he's one of these guys that I just I'm fascinated by because he he had it he had it all with Baywatch, and it just burned it up. We had a friend in college who looked just like him and uh, we called him Hobie. That was his, <laughs> that was his nickname. Guys, he was in studio with us. Was he? Oh, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. 
I remember that. He was I a pretty good guy. I, like, freaked out a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Hobie was in our studio. Yeah. All right. So, well, his ex-wife uh, is in a bad way. She is a homeless woman. She's been spotted digging through trash on the streets oh, wow. of Los Angeles. Yeah. More than two years Aww. after first being seen living in a desolate state. Her name is Lonnie Wilson. She was first discovered to be homeless by the DailyMail.com in October 2018. Uh, and she had a terrible fortune. She was stunningly beautiful. She was a model. As you could imagine. Uh, the 37-year-old's hair was uh, cropped short, and she admitted that she hadn't showered in a year. Oh Whoa. God. And she did that in an attempt to keep herself as dirty as possible so no one assaults me, she said. Oh. After becoming homeless in 2016. This is when, that's when they spoke to her in 2018. Yeah. Uh, although an old friend attempted to uh, get her help, and drug rehab specialists offered her a $90,000 of free treatment, uh, she uh, returned to the streets and hasn't been seen again until October of 2020. So she's clearly suffering some from mm. some mental illness so and if, a drug addiction. If you can show, there's a picture of her that shows her prior. So here in the studio, we're looking at a picture of her currently now. She's got the full... You know, shopping cart and all that stuff. But if you can find the, a picture of her before that, uh, it, it it's just amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they found her picking through the garbage, wearing several layers of clothes, pushing around a uh, shopping cart with tons of stuff in it. No shoes, just socks. You know, and I'm looking at the picture now, and like, you know, clearly she had uh, breast implants. So she's this homeless woman with these big giant. Oh, breast really? Implants. Wow. Yeah. Uh, she said, I can't, I can live on my own. I've got, this was uh, back in, I think, 2018. She said, I haven't spoken to Jeremy. I don't want to speak to my friends. I'm doing just fine. I don't want anyone to help me. I can live on my own. I've got everything I need right here. Nobody really cares about me, and I don't want to see them. They don't want to see me. Uh, but she had apparently thought that she was being um, electrocuted. This is before she Ugh. lived on the street. She had uh, this electric yeah. currents running through her body, and uh, she was saying she could... She was trying to talk to people, but they wouldn't understand her and all this other stuff. There's so many people out there that need help. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she has a, she clearly is mentally ill and needs help. And most recently when they spoke to her, she said, yes, I do want to get off the street. I want a new life. I have been to rehab before, but it didn't work out for me. I've got so much to figure out uh, to get off the streets, and I need some help. So it's a sad story. Jeremy Jackson himself had issues. He was on one of the sober house shows or or, whatever the Dr. Drew show. I think that was... Uh, one that he was on and and seems to have beaten it, but Jesus, yeah. what what a, what a fall from grace! Yep, yep, absolutely. So, uh, hopefully, we'll hear some good news uh, from her in the new year. We'll see about that. All right, um, we should do clips now. I think I got him here somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the fate, the Winks saga. Huh. Uh, and in this, uh, fairies attend a magical boarding school in the other world where they must learn to master their powers while dealing with love, rivalries, and monsters. And then this clip, Abigail Cohen explains why she loves to play magical characters. Here we go. I mean, there are endless possibilities. There's nothing that can't happen. So every time you get a script, you are most likely to be shocked by what's in there. You never know. And I love that you can kind of just play and use your imagination. What the f*** is this? Uh, Fate, the Winx saga is streaming on Netflix this Friday. Here's the next clip. Nancy Drew, season two, finds the Drew crew thrust into a new mystery after a young woman is attacked. And here's star Kennedy McCann 
talks about what fans can expect from the new season. We're picking up an hour after we left season one, so everybody's reeling from their death visions and trying to figure out what they're going to do so that the, the Iglaica doesn't kill them all. I don't, I don't, wanna, I don't think I want to see it. Nancy Drew, season two. Premieres tonight at 9 p.m., and that is on The CW, by the way. I don't think in in the history of my life I've ever missed more television simply because there's so much television to miss. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. I watched a little bit of this. I did like it, but I'm watching too much. Yep, exactly. Yep. I want to leave. you got to find the one that really <laughs> speaks to you. There's too much. All right, and there you go. That is what I have for you uh, entertainment-wise. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. Don't forget a couple opportunities to win some money this morning. No sad dough. 8 and 10 a.m. just to get started. Just two of the seven times you have a chance to win today. We'll be right back. The Preston and Steve Show podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Yes. Preston, just to do a quick thank you. You gave me this card, and these wonderful people sent a replacement Rocky votive candle to me from Open House. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, and it's where Pierre so generously picked up a uh, the candle, the original version, which within three minutes of receiving it, I broke it. He dropped it on yeah, the floor, yeah. and it just shattered right at so the it says, door of the studio. Hi, guys. We heard, hi, guys. We heard Rocky took a tumble. Here's a replacement for Steve. Sorry we don't carry cookie jars. Preston, our thanks to Pierre for shopping small. Your loyal listeners at Open House, so nice of you. And I feel I feel better now that I have my full intact Rocky candle. Open House, where where is it? Does it have an address on there, Steve? It is. Thanks. Actually, it's probably a good idea, Preston. 107 South 13th Street, obviously in Philadelphia. Nice. Oh, thank you, guys. Great spot right there in that little corner. <laughs> and can I thank my neighbors for finding my dog last night, by the way? Did I tell you guys that my dog got out and Uh-oh. was was gone for... I saw it on the news. <laughs> well, it was on Facebook. Was uh, it? Yeah. Oh, man. You made the community thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just sitting there watching TV, and <laughs> my wife's like, hey, is, is Reggie back there? And I'm like, no. She's like... Is this him? And then, it, sure enough, it was oh, on my boy. community's Facebook page. Oh, man. Oh, my God. We have no idea. Like, all the doors were shut. The window. I'm like, how the hell did he get out? We have no <laughs> idea how he snuck out of the house. You found one of your jackets missing. He snuck out as you. But he was gone. And my neighbor across the street saw it on the community Facebook page, texted my wife, said, dude, is this, is this Reggie? And then, because they thought it was a girl. And I'm like, dude, he's got a huge ball sack. This is not, you know, yeah. definitely oh, not oh, a girl. I thought you meant a human girl. <laughs> no, no, no. This no, girl no. has a huge ball sack. Right? Yeah. Um, to that point, and yeah. I, I know we have some we stuff have some, that we're yeah, going to yeah. talk about uh, uh, as a topic. Um, are you guys on the commu- those community sites all the time? Rochelle is. I, I don't go on. I never, I never go on. My wife goes on. I'm mm-hmm. like... I don't want to hate my neighbors any more than I already do. <laughs> yeah, I know. I Me love either. my neighbors. <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah, but if you <laughs> if you start to find out more about... Yeah, it can. Oh, oh, does it? Okay, you, you can find out. That shows you like. how much I've been on. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, my friends have been raving about their buy nothing groups, which is like people just have stuff and they put it on Facebook, and you can just come pick it up. It could be a mug, it could be um, a yeah. a baby stroller. So it's um, different than marketplaces. See, I just, come from a place like free cycle. Hate, I hate Facebook in general. Oh, I haven't yeah, been yeah. on in years. So, but uh, but uh, there's the community watches and stuff like that. Like the fact that you found your dog. That's good. Yeah. That's a good thing. That's good. Yeah. But uh, other stuff is just, it's, it's uh, to me, I, I didn't realize so many people were glued to these sites oh, yeah. and to the community watches so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it also makes me hate my neighbors because they're just giving away like half bottles of shampoo. What? What? Oh, yeah. The, the, on the buy nothing. The I, listing of things that is just <laughs> nobody wants it. Don't. 
what, why are you posting that is yeah. unbelievable. I don't understand. So you can you can post things like Mercer's talking about where you're not purchasing anything. They just want to get rid of it so you can come pick it up. Right. The ones that I do are um, similar to Marketplace. I don't do Marketplace all that often. Um, that'll just set an area. Mine is like just my neighborhood. It's just women. Um, but people will post the items that they either want to sell or there's no use for them anymore. But some of the stuff that people are posting is absolutely ridiculous. This woman posted a, a stack of, I'm not kidding you, dirty blankets. No. Like they, they were so old that they were dirty. So we were like, well, like donate them to somebody commented and said donate them to Good a will. shelter yeah, or a yeah. shelter an where shelter, like yeah. animals need blankets in their crates before they get adopted all that kind yeah. of stuff like she was trying to sell it to oh, someone she was trying to sell yes. them okay dirty Why blankets cheap, do you right. want dirt i don't want so dirty might, blankets uh, see i look at it somebody might not not buying them but you may want to use them for some kind of storage or uh, you know in in your garage or something to you know right. what i mean right. and maybe, delightful semen stains maybe the sites oh that marissa uh, is talking about where it's just free and you could go and pick it up but the the one that that i was looking at was for sale and like another woman posted you know those um those toys that the kids sit on at the playground the, they're metal they're yeah. just on a spring and yeah. you rock back yeah. and forth yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a duck but the paint was all chipped off so it was basically just like like weathered metal yeah and she was trying to sell it for like a hundred bucks and we were like who wants this <laughs> what who's putting this in their yard well, maybe well, this is good. Salvage art or something like that. Maybe they would want the, the, the scrap metal. Well, you know how whatever. kids like to eat paint. Yeah, oh my God. but you know what, Catholic? So the blankets thing, right? Yeah, I would have never thought to donate that to a shelter, a, a, an animal shelter. Yes. So maybe that is a better thing to do instead of whatever you called it, Marissa. Open the buy nothing, buy nothing thing was like. Hey, what can I, besides throw it away, what can I do with this? You know what I mean? Um, I think people just have a hard time throwing their stuff away. So, like, that person that probably spent money on that shampoo, it probably wasn't a cheap shampoo. They didn't like it, and now they're like, oh, I don't want to just well, throw my money out. Kathy, they should do what you do. Just put it in a bag and put it on your, your neighbor's, neighbor's doorstep. Exactly. Put <laughs> Wait, it so on that, your neighbor's doorstep. So that bothers you that somebody wants to give that away? But, well, what bothers me is that no. my friends in South Philly were like saying that this is the best group ever. That they've found like West Elm mirrors and, and you great jewelry. So I joined the one in my neighborhood because it's neighborhood yeah. only, um, and I've seen junk, nothing but junk for a week straight. This and is it why I don't me, go on. This um, why, it took me a month to get approved. You got to move out of your crappy neighborhood, and then you get the good stuff. Oh, you have, to get, you have to get approved. Get out to the birds. Yeah, that's how they try to keep them like a little bit safer. Is it, okay. it, not anybody can just join. They they so nobody's they, pissing in a shampoo bottle and then giving it away. Well, and also it's they're they're trying to keep like cuz people will try to scam you on marketplace and stuff like that. So these sites are you get approved, they they see where you live if you are actually in the neighborhood and then you get approved and right. And the whole idea is like you pick it up within a, a couple hours, maybe a day or so. So you're not like crossing town and having to get a car to pick things up or Well, whatever. thank you for confirming that I'm not missing a goddamn <laughs> you're not missing thing. Out on anything. <laughs> Here's text uh, coming in. Uh, Facebook Marketplace blows. It's all the bo- the uh, low low ballers and tire kickers. Yeah. I sell restored vintage cast iron skillets, and people want them uh, for nothing. Well, and that's the thing, too, with Marketplace and these other um, yard sale sites is you can't, most times, if you have something that is worth anything, that, that's a decent price, uh, they're not going to buy it. That's They love the cheap Crap. stuff. That, yeah. well, not the crap but just the cheap stuff cheap so crap, I should, because yeah. i've tried to sell a, a few like yeah. nicer items and um i mean a couple of them went but it, it would take a long time and the majority of them don't go i love this it says i i seen a half gallon of milk one time free <laughs> they, see, they seen that huh? <laughs> a half gallon of milk but i love that 
Somebody also texted and said it's known as Crackhead Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for quick money, I can see that. Oh, so, man. so that that actually does make sense. You're going to sell everything you have. Remember that, like when uh, Mama June Shannon was trying to buy, get some drug money. She was literally selling like every every like like um, the plates over the light switches when she was moving out of a house. Everything here. Somebody says, uh, by the way, Kathy, those vintage uh, playground ducks go for a few hundred bucks each. Do they? Re- mm-hmm. Well, okay, maybe yeah. that's why. And here's another one that says, I had a neighbor trying to sell Kohl's cash on Facebook. Yes, yeah, I've seen Seriously. it. I've seen it. Yes, they they sell it for like less than what it's worth, and that way the person is still getting a good deal, and they're making a few bucks off of it. Can you exchange that if you go to the airport, Preston, your Kohl's cash as you're traveling to another country? Yeah, yeah. At the, yeah, uh, yeah, at uh, the exchange? <laughs> can you? Is there a limit on how many Kohl's cash coupons you can use at once? What's the rate on Kohl's cash? <laughs> the, the yen to Kohl's cash, what's the conversion? Well, I remember when, when I was an intern, a Street Squad member at Y100, they, for Christmas, they gave us all... $50 Dan Zeisen and Quigley um, gift cards yeah. for Christmas. It was yeah. a nice Christmas present. Well, Josh Landau was like, I don't ski or anything. So we, we all went to D&Q, and he sold it to a customer for 25 bucks. He's okay. Like, yeah. yeah. Didn't you try to use Wendy's uh, g- I did coupon use Wendy's. as cash? But only for because I forgot my wallet, and I needed <laughs> gas, and I whatever. <laughs> Kathy, the gas station that's at the corner of uh, Fayette and North, um, right there, Thank God, somebody, I can't remember if it was a gas station attendant or somebody that was there. I just needed like $2 worth of gas to you get were, me home. You were on E. You were on uh, fumes. Oh, yeah. I was below E. And you resorted to, <laughs> yes. you resorted to Wendy's coupons. <laughs> That's all I had, man. All Thank right. you. How, how many, uh, d- uh, put a dollar value on your Wendy's coupons at the time. <laughs> I might have sold $10 worth of Wendy's coupons for, for like, for like, Four five. bucks. Or, wow. right, you know. so you, you I can't be. believe somebody bought that from you because, I mean, who knows? You could have been scamming them. It, it could have been, been fake Wendy's I, coupons. Uh, don't you automatically right. think yeah. scam. Yeah. Some guy comes up to you. Oh, well. Some guy comes up to you with anything in a parking lot. It's a scam. You remember Troy Schubert. Yes. Remember Troy Schubert? Who was selling was, yeah, cheese there's a cheesecake and, scam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was the longest time. We, we talked to people all over the city who were scammed by the uh, legendary Troy Schubert. Cheesecake. Speaking of scams, uh, and this is where I can switch gears here right. real quick, but uh, how do we get started on this? We uh, started with my neighbors for finding my dog. Oh, Casey found his dog, or his neighbors found his <laughs> Which dog. Which got so. me asking about the groups, and now we're actually on to a topic, scams. Well, and no, it's not necessarily scams. It's not a scam <laughs> but But it has involved deception. So this was off of uh, BuzzFeed. They have, uh, they, they have some great lists on there, and there was a, uh, a forum where they had asked people to share the most obvious lies that they have ever been told. And by obvious, I mean just you clearly right. know the per- person is blatantly lying to right, you, and yet they won't back down from it. Um, so there are some examples, and think about your own, if you would, please. Uh, but uh, there, there are several examples in here. One says, uh, an ex-partner told me, that's not a hickey. I bruised my neck helping my sister move today. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he made neck. out with his sister. Ew. So he cl- clearly <laughs> knew that that was not one. I love this one. This says, my coworker once tried to convince me that centaurs actually exist. <laughs> She says, and with a straight face, that they live in a gated community in oh Hollywood, oh and they did all the horse stunts for movies. Stop I, it. Okay, so, all right, you want one for me quickly? Yeah, yeah. I had a family member who swore, and still would probably swear to you, that the Titanic 
sunk in the Pacific Ocean. Okay. Because that's where the icebergs are. Oh, okay. I'm like, A, no. Uh B, no. No. (laughs) But were they lying or did they just really think Think that was the case? (sighs) You know? That's a good point. They might have been. But I think. But like, like as an example. Nick's buddy, who told them yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. that... Underwater uh, city. Underwa- there's an underwater city. Can't eat hot dogs because they'll kill you. Your stomach will explode <laughs> yeah. because they expand they when expand. you eat them. He believed it. Uh, I don't I don't think he believed it. I think he was just flat out lying to him. Or, or do you think he got caught and floated it out there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then he had to had back to go it with up. It. You have to go with it. Like, so, and we've all done that. Casey, when you, got, when you threw out that Springfield, there's a Springfield in every... It That's something like, that I actually truly believed. I wasn't lying. Right, that was just thought. Yeah, it seemed logical. It's a common name. Well, I probably heard it somewhere. It was also like on the air. I had said that deers don't have sphincters. <laughs> I wasn't lying. My buddy told me that, and I believed him. Yeah, and so he it's was a different, lying it's to a me. different thing where someone is in a calculated way lying to you, like like lying to cover over a hickey. I get it now. Okay. Here, here's another one. Here's a, a text. And by the way, you can call two one five two six three WMMR. This says I caught my ex in bed with another man. And she tried to tell me I was hallucinating. <laughs> no. Wow. So that is, and I brought this up many times. If you ever get a chance to see the movie, A Guide for the Married Man, a woman comes home, catches her husband in bed with another woman. The husband, matter of factly, gets up out of bed, Preston, gets over, puts on his robe. The woman gets up, and, and, and the, the, the wife is like, ah, ah, like looking at him. And the woman put, gets dressed and leaves, and and the guy goes over, sits down with the pipe in the uh, in the paper, goes, "What was that? <laughs> what are you talking about?" Uh, just completely, <laughs> absolutely denying it. And then she goes like, "Is it me?" Yeah. So the complete de- and the, and the the rule is deny, deny, deny. I don't understand the the reasoning behind that when you, you when the evidence has clearly been yeah. presented to you that like I know that whatever you're telling me is not the truth, and then they I they saw stick her walk to out. it. I've, I've been reading a series of books about about what they call it's it's the it's you truth and 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 fiction are the line is more blurred now than ever and selling the the narrative so yeah it, it's, but to me it's like dude like you, now, you can find you can find online something to support but but on a, on the visceral lie like a hickey yeah which you clearly know is a hickey right and you didn't get it because an end table hit you in the throat but mm-hmm. when you're when when you're you're lying and, and you're caught lying and then I, I you know. And then you you continue to lie. Like I would much rather you say, oh, "Okay, I was lying," yeah. and and you caught me. And I'm when was sorry. the last and, when was the last time you heard someone do that? Uh, I'm it doesn't happen a lot. Thinking it was me. <laughs> I'm, you I know, know a girl whose mom told her that there were bugs in candy machines. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh, that she shouldn't eat them, and they were bad for you. I remember what, the most oh, recent was actually not for me. Was t- with my wife. You talk about the laptop situation where you're caught. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah and I was important. caught. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I. I, uh, uh, I was <laughs> Here's a text that says, "My buddy told me he rode quads with Mike Tyson." Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a great day. I love lies like that. Let's go look at the pigeons. <laughs> I, one one that I remember a guy telling me I didn't even know him. It was uh, at a, at a bar that I used to go and do appearances at. This is back in in St. Louis, and and this guy swears to me. That at the at the Waco uh, Branch Davidians attack or you know raid, yeah, right? That you remember the video footage of the guy on the roof and they're shooting through the uh, the walls and you see the the, right. the, the, the guns being the, fired. The ATF, the ATF agent. agent. He said that was him. 
Uh-huh. He's sitting there telling me that, yeah, that was me on the roof right there, man. It was scary as hell. God, I'll never forget it. Uh-huh. I'll never remember it, but just, I'll never forget it, too. flat out lying. <sighs> flat out lying. And he was, I don't know why he was throwing that at me, I guess, to back up whatever lie he was going to tell see the ladies a... that he was going to run into that evening. There's a Bruder film? That was me sitting in front of Kennedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, was yeah, it I... Governor Connolly? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go to Jesse. Hi, Jesse. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, uh, so we're talking about the most obvious lie someone has told you. Yes. So we were in Bethany Beach, Delaware, and if you've ever been there, at the beginning, like the front of the town, there's this big totem pole of like an Indian head on it, and a friend of ours was acting as if he was like a like for the town that we have all been to before, and he was saying how that totem pole is Delaware's totem pole, and every state has one. And it's such an honor that uh, Bethany Beach has the one Delaware. for Delaware. Oh okay. my God! Right. Yeah, we have the official state totem pole. Okay, it was just like a gift from a local, like an artist or something. I don't remember the whole story, but uh, it now, was one of you, those things. Do you think somebody told him that, or he made it up? I think he made it up. Okay, he made up a lot of stories. He tried to convince us once that donuts were invented to dip in coffee. And insisted that it, he was not getting it confused with biscotti. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there are gray areas. I think where people make Thank assumptions you. or just well, it has to be right, and then they run with that story as mm-hmm. if it's factual. Mm-hmm. So while it may not be an insidious lie, <laughs> it's. Oh. Uh, I told you guys I was playing a game one time. Uh, uh, it was a, a car game. I was in with my band members, and we were, you know, driving yeah. for hours or whatever. And you do just do something to kill time. So we're playing this word game where, you know, you say the the name of a, a state or a country, <laughs> and whatever letter that ends with, you have to. Oh yeah, start the next one with it. And I, it came to me, and I uh, I, I said euthanasia. <laughs> I told you the guys. You did. Euthanasia, you thought it was a country. I thought it was a country. And then when I got called out on it, and even I started to question myself, I backed it up with, no, yes, it is, man. I swear, I've seen it on a map. I mean, just flat out lying. Flat out lying. You know? Well... Okay, let me ask you. I'm a smarter man now to know when to say, (laughs) okay, I may have been mistaken on that one. I didn't want to seem stupid. Yeah. And I was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there are times, though, where it's okay to stand your ground if you believe. Yeah. And, but then when you're proven categorically wrong. I wasn't sure that I believed. <laughs> yeah. I believed, but I wasn't backing down, man. Right. But you, about- it's like, God damn it, you, it has Asia in it. Yes. Asia's a place. Continent. It's just the younger Asians live there. Mm-hmm. Youth. Youth in, in Asia. Asia. What about a lie? And and, and I'm going back to Nick's friend who uh, had ate hot dogs in the underground city or underwater city. uh, Underwater city. What if the lie is stemming from somebody who maybe has a screw loose? Well, you know you, what I mean. Just, oh, now, yeah. If Charles okay. Manson is prattling on about an underwater, that, okay, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Uh, hang on a second. Oh, this is great. Let me go to let me go to Kenny. Hey, Kenny, how you doing? Yeah. All right, Kenny, share this story. I love this. All right, so back in high school, I got caught smoking some pot. Well, not smoking some pot, but <laughs> I was I was partaking, and I opened my windows up in my house when my parents weren't home, uh-huh. and, of course, I forgot to close them, and it was summertime. <laughs> Air conditioning was on, middle of the summer, and my parents came home. My dad goes, what the F? And he was like, why are all these windows open? And I was like, uh... <laughs> 
I, I, so, I don't know. I didn't do it. I think someone came in and opened the windows up. And I just I just never told him. I just, so, I just so, stuck to it. I didn't do it. I have no idea who opened the windows. I kept I kept with it. And So they believe like an intruder ago. got into the house. <laughs> you would much rather your parents think that they had an intruder in the house. Well, I, I go back to your, yeah. your story. When you told so, – so Preston – <laughs> You've had a couple where you oh, flat God. out lied to your dad. And, oh, yeah, and, and, I wrecked a truck yeah. and I told him that a dog ran out in front of the car. Uh, I, I forget exactly the lie I told when I knocked a uh, a movie light over on the carpet and burned a perfect circle into yeah. the carpet, mm-hmm. how that occurred naturally. Or when I spray-painted my name on my neighbor's garage, and I was like, no, it wasn't me. Yeah, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I would spray paint my own name. Is that, is that sort of stupid? Would that point directly to me? All right, let me go to let me go to Barry. Hi, Barry. Good morning. Hi, Grandma. Hi, hey, Grandma. What's up, Barry? All right, so my <laughs> grandpa is an immigrant from Cuba. Uh-huh. And growing up, like, we always knew he was from Cuba. And <laughs> he would always tell me, my brothers, and all my cousins, when I was seven years old, I left Cuba, me and my brother swam. <laughs> And where I was like, oh, okay, like, yeah, that's wild. Like, I know Cuba's an island off Florida, whatever. Then I grow to get older. He told us every single time. He would always tell us that. <laughs> I grew to get older, and uh, I realized 90 miles is pretty, pretty <laughs> <laughs> So did he, did he by, by any chance, mean that he was on, like, a, a flotation thing? I, he'd put yes. together boxes, or they send him off on a something does he contend that he marathon swam that distance at seven years old? i don't know man kids have boundless energy steve i swear him and his brother and he said in an inner tube swam across 90 miles to to america then i find out he took an airplane (laughs) (laughs) wait how did you find that out who told you oh so so i i want to say it was like a guinness book of world record or something like that like uh, someone continuous swimming. It was something on TV on those lines. And I called him out, and he's like, nope, no, no, me, we swam. No, because they, they, there were countless stories of people who did flee Cuba on, on flotation devices. Right. But but how did the airplane come up? Oh, oh, I beat it out pretty much. <laughs> you, just, you just eventually just kept pushing him on it. Uh, that's great, Barry. I'm just thinking of a seven-year-old free swimming in some of the most dangerous water yeah, in the right, world. Yeah. I love it. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. (laughs) Uh, Let me see. I'll go to, this is someone who's given you the most obvious lie. Clearly, you knew they were lying. I'm going to go to Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Good morning. Good morning, It. How are you? Good morning, morning, It, Jackie. What's going on? Uh, uh, Not a whole lot. Good morning. Good to see you and Rochelle in the grocery store, by the way. Oh, Oh. hey. I know who this is. Hey, all right, Jackie. What's (laughs) your story? I have two stories. My first quick story is that my grandmother, who was born in Italy, used to grate by hand the Italian grated cheese, Locatelli cheese. Mm-hmm. And the story was that if you sliced it off and ate the piece of cheese, you would get worms. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. and so you were told... Um, you were told to keep you from yeah, eating yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. you weren't supposed to eat it because she was saving it to grate it. But my story that I called in for was my brother-in-law had a girlfriend and she said that she didn't think she'd be able to make it to the holiday dinner. I think it was Thanksgiving because she was possibly maybe or maybe not having a mastectomy. On a holiday. Okay. <laughs> she okay. was having a mastectomy. Possibly, like, it's one of those walk-in mastectomies? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so 
um, I am a horrible person because I truly didn't believe that she ever had breast cancer, and I think that she faked everything. Oh, wow. Well, that's there have been people who have done that. Yeah. You, know, you know for a fact, uh, yeah. Jackie, there have been people who have done uh, faked all sorts of cancers and things like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, including that she said that the, that the cancer treatment, that her, her fingernails were going to fall off, so they ordered dry ice from a company to soak her fingers in dry ice. Oh, oh my all right. goodness. All right. So, yeah. so, the so, lies were, the lies were, um, uh, definitely, uh, lots of them. On the mastectomy, um, so, so, how, how did that resolve? She, so she was so she, on a holiday. Mm-hmm. They were, they were going to just get her in like, hey, listen, if we can squeeze you in, listen, our four o'clock canceled. <laughs> Yeah, and that was the I, I had to bite my tongue because if you work in healthcare, it's an insult to your intelligence that someone's going to tell you that they may or may not have a serious surgery on a holiday. Right. Doesn't happen that way. Uh, yeah, so she later um, guys, I might have to bounce. I'm, I'm getting a heart transplant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I may or may not bounce. need someone to donate me a liver. Right. All right. Thank you, Jackie. Appreciate it. Have a great day. <laughs> All right, you too. Uh, Why would you tell someone who's also in the medical profession that? Right. Yeah. Some people, man. Effing people. Effing people. Uh, I'm going to go to Alex. Hi, Alex. Good morning to you. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? what? What's up, Alex? So, um, I uh, I have a grandfather who lives in uh, Rock Hall in Maryland, and his backyard is right on the Chesapeake. So, there are two uh, harbors on the opposite side of the bay. One's a little bit further in. And one's a little bit closer. The one further in, he had me convinced from the time I was 10 till I was like 12 that was uh, Boston and the other harbor was Prince Edward's Island in Canada. Oh, my God. <laughs> I finally, I figured out, I'm like, wait, hey, we're in the south and Canada and Boston are in the north. Uh... I, I was like, I was flat, and then my him and my dad would just were just laughed at me. I'm like, that's mean. Yeah, no, right. They, well, they were just pranking you. They were yeah. playing with you. Yeah. Okay, I got gotcha. you. I, I was ten years old. I had no idea. Oh, that's funny. All right, yeah. thanks. Alex. It was like the fire alarm in Swarthmore. It um, it went. And then my neighbor told me that it was alligators. alligators yeah. And I had believed that for a couple of years. I'm like, oh my God, there's our alligators. You mentioned this a few times. Yeah. What, what, what led a Nick to believe that when birds, birds would. When they tilt their head to their side. they're listening for worms. It's kind of a. Um, it's, it's a, like it's a myth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, the, but they're actually. Shh, I'm listening for worms. <laughs> they're actually looking when yeah. they turn that way. Uh, but, shh, shh, um, wait, wait. Yeah, I hear some. Some people say they're listening for worms. <laughs> All right, let me go to this uh, anonymous caller. Uh, hi, anonymous caller. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, how you guys doing? You guys rock. Thanks, man. What's up, buddy? Yeah, so my mom took a, a page from Kathy's mom's book of uh, scaring the living hell out of us when we were growing up <laughs> okay. uh, to keep us from doing things. And two, she told me two lies. And one, I was able to, uh, <laughs> to, to kind of understand when I was young and, and reasonably uh, discredit. The first one was... If you sit on a public toilet, you get AIDS. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Seems feasible. I thought, yeah. Everyone has AIDS. <laughs> AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. I can see the comment that you were going to make, and uh, I was actually going to ask you if this was my brother, because my mom pretty much told me oh the same God. thing. And and listen, I know you want to remain anonymous, but uh, I don't think you should have to. Like, that that's absolutely ridiculous. I'll call my mom out on it, because she would say, well, you know, they just don't know. They just found they, out. They just yeah. don't know. And still, to this day, like... If if I were to ask her specific things, she she sticks with it. Like she's like, well, 
I, I don't know. I just don't trust it. <laughs> you don't I, trust I, that you can't I get AIDS from sitting on a toilet? <laughs> I imagine, I don't know when I realized that that was a lie, but I would imagine the first time I did sit on the public toilet, I must have been scared crap. That's probably why yeah. I still don't sit on public uh, Kathy toilets. Kathy hovers, yeah. We should go out for drinks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and thanks. Then the second one. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, the second one, I didn't realize until my friends called me out in college that any two bloods that mix together, you automatically get AIDS. So there was a big AIDS thing driving your... It your... was a huge AIDS <laughs> thing. <laughs> my mom didn't go with that one. Yeah, your blood mixed. Uh, that the ice cream man, when he came by, he had AIDS. Uh, <laughs> wow, wow. Don't leave your room, you get AIDS. Wow. Yeah, she uh, tried to scare you. That That's what my mom yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. But stuff like that, it yeah. was their way of, of trying to protect you, I guess. Nice job. Good job, yeah, mom. Yeah, right? <laughs> Let me see. I don't want them asking for licorice. Licorice gives you AIDS. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was the bugs in yeah, the yeah, candy yeah, yeah. at the store. She didn't want us to have candy. <laughs> licorice gives you AIDS. <laughs> Uh, I have Adam. We're talking about the most obvious lies you've been told. Adam, hi. You're on the air. Good morning. I want to eat, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Uh, when I was uh, in seventh or eighth grade, I tried to be that bully on the school bus that said, no, no, you you younger kids can't sit in the back of the bus. And right. the, the kid that I tried to bully, you know, he realized I was a moron. So <laughs> at, at some point we start talking and he says, you know what? You can make plutonium in the microwave. I said, I said, really? He said, yeah, yeah. You take a spoon and you get some petroleum jelly. Oh, my God. Wrap it in copper wire. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's amazing. And of course, I had to tell my friend. I was like, man, you know you can make plutonium in your microwave? He was like, you an idiot. You an idiot. Oh, my God. Did All you do you it? Is, yeah. What? Did, did you, you do it? it? I did not try it. No, uh, thank God. Thank God Adam, I did not try it. I think my favorite part of the story is that you admitted that you were a moron, <laughs> the bully moron, but uh, that's hilarious, dude. Yeah, so it's, the, it's, kid, the kid picked up on it right away. He's like, this kid is dumb. I'm going to mess with him. <laughs> Petroleum Thanks, and man. copper wire in a microwave. Uh, and a metal spoon. And a metal spoon. Yeah. yeah. I'd say that might be. And that's petro- <laughs> that that's uh, plutonium. Recipe for disaster. Uh, here is a text that says, uh, dated a guy who went to Council Rock High School and told me Queen wrote, we will rock you about his high school. Oh, my God. <laughs> Council Rock. Yes. It's also Council Rock. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. I will go to Bill. Hi, Bill. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Ed. What's good up, morning, Ed. bud? All right. So I just have two, um, two stories that are both kind of work-related. Uh, one of them was uh, I was working at a university and I was getting let go. And, um, you know, so I got called down to my boss's office. And, you know, she's like, yeah, so um, we're, you know, we're going to let you go. Blah, blah. And I just started, I was like, yeah, I know. Um, you already posted my job on the job site. And they're like, oh. And she just stared at me like a deer in headlights. She's like, well, that's a... Um, that's not for your job. And I was like, it's, I wrote the description. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's got to kind of suck, I guess. But. I was like, well, I'll see you. Um, right. But the other one is uh, so I drive for a rideshare company. And um, one night I was dropping off, and an elderly lady 
and she has started to stop off at her brother's house to drop off a plate of food. And, you know, you can't really say no to, you know, it's an older lady. Yeah. So they're like, sure. Well, we get to a very sketchy area, and there's cops in front of the uh, complex. And she's like, oh, no, no, no. Um, pull, don't park in front. Pull up the block. And I was like, oh. I was like, I'm, I was like this, this ain't right. Right. Yeah. Something was wrong. Yeah. And, um, and I was like, you're not going to get drugs, are you? She's like, what? No, no, no way, no, no. So she gets out, she goes in. I look back. First of all, she left the plate of food that she said she was bringing to her brother. <laughs> and then I look again, and she actually left her used crack pipe in the back. Oh, oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah. Free crack pipe yeah. and food. So what'd you do? Uh, so I left. I just dumped all yeah. her stuff out. And um, I was like, yep, hope to see you. Good luck. How was dinner? Like, <laughs> How was the crack? <laughs> uh, yeah, man. That, you didn't dive into that plate of food she had left? I dumped it. Dumped yeah, yeah, good yeah. call. Probably good a good call. idea. All right, thanks, Bill. Appreciate Not it. Not the crack uh, mac and cheese isn't really good. Yeah, from time to time, people will uh, will throw a blatant one right to your face, and then yeah. you're, you're in a position to either call them out or ride along with it and go, or just smoke oh, the crack. Okie dokie. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, but uh, interesting. All right, well, thanks for sharing. We do appreciate it. Listen, I want to take a break because in just a few minutes, about 10 minutes from now, we got your chance to win 500 bucks, and that is with no sad dough. We'll also get to the bizarre file, so make sure you stay close because the winning starts with us, and then it goes on all day long. Seven times your chance to win. We'll be right back. WMMR, polluting more than just the airwaves. Hear us at WMMR.com on our mobile app, smart speakers, and radio.com. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you by Horizon Services. They take the stress out of your winter heating problems by taking $50 off any heating repair. Two-year guarantee included. Visit horizonservices.com. Egyptian security forces have arrested a pastry chef who supplied cupcakes with penis decorations for a private birthday party at a sporting club <laughs> in a wealthy Cairo neighborhood. They don't take to that stuff. In the latest example of the Egyptian state's attempts to control public morality, which tend to target women, the female chef was arrested at her home after party attenders shared photos of the cupcakes with members of the Gazira Club on social media. Uh, the state media reported that security forces identified the baker after taking statements from eyewitnesses. The case attracted the attention of the Minister for Youth and Sports, Dr. Ashraf Shobi. He's the one who would handle the penis cupcakes. He oversees clubs such as Gazira. Uh, Shobi and his department would form a committee to investigate the incident and punish alleged perpetrators. They formed a committee well, yeah. to get to the bottom of this. The baker has been interrogated by the same misdemeanor court that recently tried the Egyptian actor uh, Rania Youssef on charges of contempt of Islam and infringing Egyptian family values after she had commented on her own physique during a television program. She talked about her own body? That's right. You can't do that. Earlier this month, two female TikTok influencers who served jail terms last year for violating family values and harming public morals were acquitted. So maybe the penis... <sighs> Uh, Baker will uh, get acquitted. Well, thanks for the heads up because I was going to open up a vagina-shaped Linzatar company in, <laughs> in Cairo. Cairo. You don't want to do that. Yeah. Mm -mm. 
Animal rescuers in Britain said a swan crashed through a window into a woman's bathroom just moments after she had left for another room. A resident in the home in Nottinghamshire uh, had just left the bathroom moments earlier when the swan came crashing through the window. Uh, Animal rescue inspector Keith Ellis, who responded to the scene to collect the swan, said that it was a highly unusual incident. Stop looking at me, swan! (laughs) He said that I've seen him crash land on busy roads, thinking that there are rivers, but nothing like this. It's so bizarre. He said the swan underwent surgery at a local veterinary practice and is now recovering. Um, And uh, Ellis said that the swan will be released back into the wild once it is back to full health. He said it was lucky that the bathroom was unoccupied. said, had she been in there when this swan crashed through the window... She would have crapped herself. I'm sure that the glass shattering and the impact of the bird hitting her would have caused serious injury. Those things are big, man. Well, do you remember the one that collided with Fabio on that amusement park ride? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, sometimes honesty is the best policy. A Chinese restaurant in Montreal, Canada has gone viral. Twitter user Kim Belair had tweeted pictures of a few of the descriptions of the menu from Aunt Dea's, which are written by the restaurant o- owner, and they're great. The okay. O- the owner, uh, excuse me, uh, the menu notes under the description of uh, orange beef that, quote, comparing to our General So's chicken, this one is not that good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm not a big fan of North American Chinese food, and it's your call. Under the, uh, is it satay sauce or satay sauce? Yeah. Uh, beef, it reads, uh, this is new on our menu, and I did not have a chance to try this one yet. Uh, according to a local customer, this one is very popular. I still don't have I still don't have the chance to taste it. Looks like I should spend more time eating in my own restaurant. So they wrote <laughs> that as their own reviews, and, and people are appreciating they it. They get points for candor. Uh, and it's been liked more than uh, 67,000 times uh, on Twitter. So people are digging that. that fact. Yeah, it's going to get them some customers. A Thai court on Tuesday sentenced a 65-year-old woman to more than 43 years in jail for sharing online posts criticizing the royal family. Mm-hmm. Uh, the country's harshest ever sentence for insulting the monarchy. Her sentence comes at a time of unprecedented youth-led demonstrations in which protest leaders have openly criticized the monarchy, risking prosecution under the Thailand's strict law known as Les Magistes, which carries a 15-year penalty for each violation. Uh, and Chen, Get the lawyer who defended the penis cupcakes. Uh, and Chen Prelert uh, pled guilty to 29 separate violations of sharing and posting clips on YouTube and Facebook between 2014 and 2015. Was initially sentenced to 87 years in jail, but she had acknowledged her violation, so they cut it in half. They cut oh, her a break. They yeah, cut her a break. She'll be out in four decades. Yeah, so Amnesty International has expressed dismay over what the two Thai rights groups... We're not very happy with this. Also said was the longest ever sentence in Thailand for insulting the monarchy. Wow. Wolf. And then uh, one last story, and we will wrap it up. A uh, After going missing while on a snowmobile, a Canadian teenager... Managed to survive by building a snow cave to stay in until he was found. Very cool. Yeah, the 17-year-old in British Columbia who has not been named uh, built himself a snow cave in the backcountry to shelter in after being separated from his group, according to the South Caribou Search and Rescue. If you build it structurally well (laughs) enough, (laughs) 
uh, you, you can actually stay warm in something like that. Yeah, it's weird, right? Yeah. Because you're in ice, essentially, right. but for some reason it... It's it, how an igloo works. It's your body heat yeah. uh, will we'll stay in there. Uh, friends and family began searching for the snowmobiler when he didn't turn up in the parking lot at a designated time. Uh, the South Caribou Search and Rescue eventually located the teenager, finding him in good condition. So They found him in the den when they got to him, so it was pretty elaborate. Wow. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. Hey, don't forget that we do have a secret text word, your chance to win. Uh, we have a digital download of Wander with Aaron Eckhart uh, and Tommy Lee Jones. So text word secret three nine three three three. And while you're in the texting mood, you might as well text the word smile to our special contest short code for a chance to win five hundred dollars. And that number is four five nine one one. You still have about five minutes to get on that because it ends at fifteen minutes after the hour. So the word is smile for no sad dough. You need details on how to win. You can go to WMMR.com. And don't forget the word. It is smile. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Shop Play Win Monopoly starts March 3rd at Acme. Get ahead of the game and download the app before March 3rd and earn five bonus tickets, 10 tokens added to your Shop Play Win account, and entry to win a $25 grocery gift card. Every ticket wins a prize, money saving offers, or tokens for sweepstakes. Download the Shop Play Win app to play today. No purchase necessary. See rules at shopplaywin.com. Hasbro is not a sponsor of this promotion. Stephen's brand new deep navy blue and sparkling 24-karat gold-dipped Twinkle Twinkle Rose is here. Don't miss out. Imagine the blue color of the sky just before the sunset when you can start to see all the stars sparkling in the night sky. See Stephen's exclusive Twinkle Twinkle Rose now at IHateStevenSinger.com. Real jewelers, real roses with a real lifetime guarantee. Ship fast and free. Check out the entire collection of Stephen's famous roses starting at only $59. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Well, I got two people raising hands. Who wants well, to I go wanted, first? I I'm just to... going to do an addendum quickly to that thing. Also, Cinch. Cinch oh, Propane. Yeah. Awesome. Another advertiser, and I pay for it. Well, so this goes in, in uh, context with yeah. what you're talking about. Your wins on Saturday are most likely going to be uh, Southwest winds. Southwest. No, I'm sorry. Southeast winds. Southeast. Southeast winds <laughs> between 10 and 14 miles per hour. Manageable. Yes. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Thank you, Preston. I have this information needed to get out. This wind sky. brought to you by Casey. Yes. Boy. A nation awaits. Yes. Mm. Uh, Steve sent me a uh, YouTube video the other day, and it concerns a toy, one that I'm not familiar with. It's called They're called Bunchums. Is Are you guys familiar Bunchums? with this? I was never yeah, familiar with this. They're apparently hugely popular. Uh, I got to see. A, they a look like, and you're right, Steve, they look like little coronavirus uh, That's what they look like. Thingies. <laughs> they are. They look like but the, the child that wants to play with a virus. The oh. ball with the little uh, prickly yeah. things sticking out. Do you know oh, they remind yeah, you me can, too? like, build things with them. Right. You ever, uh, yeah. you ever go through the woods and you have that plant that has the um, same sort of ball with the little yeah. prickly things that oh, gets yeah. caught on your jacket yeah. and stuff yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing that makes that so annoying apparently makes these so annoying. <laughs> so apparently they, they get stuck in, kids who have long hair get stuck in their hair. Oh. 
So we had the um, like the building blocks. So the, these look like you can build like little animals. They're a little bit more updated. But we had had the building block ones. Right. And, and I love not connects. No, they they were exactly this. I know but they what were you're they about. were building blocks. And I absolutely love them. But one hundred percent, they would get stuck in your hair. So, so they haven't advanced with that. They have not. <laughs> and not only human hair in the pets. Kids are putting it in. in yeah. And so sure. it, and they're almost impossible to extricate from said hair once it's in there. I never had enough uh, imagination to be able to build anything with any of those things, whether it be Lincoln Logs, Lego, uh, whatever okay, so that I thing is. I was always a building, a square building, a house. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, was let's it. see how big there of a tower is. Is that what they are? Build. Yeah, I, I found pictures. Of, they're called Stickle Bricks. Yeah, you know what I'm okay. talking about. We talked to right? Stickle Bricks. Yeah. Ages ago, we yeah. had Scottish Johnny called yeah. in. Do you remember him? Excuse me, where can I get some Stickle Bricks? He had a Scottish <laughs> accent and he talked about Stickle Bricks. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's I what I loved those, are. those things. I want to stickle them in your life. I was a Tinker Toys guy. Do you guys remember Tinker yeah, I Toys? Remember those. Yeah, no. and, and Lincoln Logs, obviously. I, I dug, I dug. I dug the Lincoln Logs. I Dude, dug Lincoln the Lincoln Logs are so expensive. Are they? Are they? Well, oh, my are they, God. Are they retro like, chic now? I guess. I don't know. But I bought them for Jace a couple of years ago. And, you know, you can add on to the collection. Yeah. For, like, little wooden toys, they're yeah. expensive. Wow. Okay. Um, Did they ever make Douglas? Because the Lincoln Douglas debates where they were <laughs> Douglas <laughs> Logs <laughs> as well. They made uh, Erector sets. I love director I, sets. I didn't, I didn't have that. A friend of mine had it. That was too much work. For so, me. so what I would do at a certain point, the erector sets, you could have the cranes and all the gears and stuff like that, which are really cool. Um, I, I, I would, with with my wow. attention deficit issue, I would it would not last too long. <laughs> Yeah, Kathy, a bucket of Lincoln Logs are $52. Yeah. What? Oh For God. little pieces of wood? Right, yeah. and, and the bucket. So that's what I got. It's not that huge. Really? So I ended up having to get another bucket. Okay. So you spent 100 bucks on Lincoln Logs. Lincoln Logs. How often does he play with Damn. them? The hell? Um, I bought them a couple of years ago, and he does play with them a fair amount. I mean, he's getting a little older now, so we're right. getting out of that stage. But Does yeah. he still play with Lego by any chance? You know what? He's he's like at the tail end. No, okay. Santa did not bring any Legos uh, this Christmas. Yeah, it's kind of made me sad. Mm. I used to love there was a thing that poured it over, and Radio Shack used to sell it. It was, I guess, kind of the next step. Where you could do like li- there were little cubes that were little scientific experiments, and you could attach, make circuits, and do all sorts of stuff. That was sort of the next step. I enjoyed that. Yeah, but um, yeah, the, the, uh, on the basic core stuff, the problem with Legos is everyone has said many times, if you get on the floor and you step on them, oh you want to die. Yeah. Uh, so so the um, the Bunchums, uh, yeah, they, there is a tutorial video on how to get them out of your hair. <laughs> What's the worst you've had? You've all had kids. Stuff stuck I know in you, have, you have five kids at home. No, yeah. the when yeah when what's the worst toy for a kid getting stuck in their Any, hair or anything with like a uh, like the little like drone? Well, they're drones now, but like, like anything that would yeah that with a propeller oh, that would spin yeah, for sure. and, that, and it would hit like forget it. That there's, was, there's you'd footage, have to cut it out. Uh, AFV shows it all the time of this little girl who gets one of those princesses. That would, oh, yes. Like a fairy princess that would spin and fly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Thing yeah. takes off and, and lands in her hair immediately, <laughs> and she starts screaming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we didn't have too many uh, instances with uh, hair uh, and stuff getting What about Play-Doh and stuff? Play-Doh, no. You didn't have to worry about gum. Oh, yeah. Man. That's, that's a whole other thing. You remember thing. The, they used to say um, you could put peanut butter in it to right, get the yeah, gum out of your yeah. hair? Yeah. Did that work? No, you would just have peanut butter and gum in your hair. I think that was a practical joke. (laughs) Uh, Or freeze it? Freezing it it was a way to do it, but how do you do that? Or have a wild wolf chew it out of your hair. Oh, maybe you hold an ice cube on it? Yeah. Yeah. You know what actually might work is, um, you know, the... um, 
Those things that you used to on uh, computer laptops or, or yes. on, uh, the keyboards to clean air. them off? Yeah, canned yeah. air. They, they, if you turn those upside down and spray them, there's CO2 in there. It's yeah. really, really cold. You could probably freeze gum yeah. in hair with one of those things. You Chip might, it course, out of your burn their skin off, freeze burn their skin. <laughs> well, yeah, right. um, so they, they do have like a spray freezer, um, you know, okay. I'm not a scientist here, but I know that, all right, so when I had, um, I went to the foot doctor, I used to get cortisone shots in the bottom of my feet uh, when I had plantar fasciitis, and the doctor would spray my foot with this, um, it was a freezing spray because you can't, your body can't um, uh, sense like two Things right. at the same time, right. so he would freeze it and then stick the needle in my foot. So I've I'm, had warts burned off with liquid nitrogen before. Right, yeah. and how effective was that? Oh, it worked great. Yeah, so it just basically, uh, no, you, you, it's shoot they, it off. No, 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 no. They, so they they spray it with that. Yeah, and then it's got a it's got a die a die and yeah. fall off eventually. So it burns it and uh, it hurts. It, it's it's not fun. I mean, it's not like excruciatingly painful. Right. It's like getting stuck with a needle or something like that. But yeah, it eventually falls off. Uh, hang on a second. Let me go to, uh, Jessica. Good morning, Jessica. Huh. Uh, <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Well, we should not get a yeah. female huss. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. So if you ever see body markers for kids, do not buy them. Body <laughs> markers. Explain. <laughs> yes. So when I was a kid, probably maybe seven, and I was, uh, with my next door neighbor about the same age, and her, uh, we had bought these body markers that you're supposed to do, like, artwork all over your body. It's so cool. It's like having a little kid tattoo or something. And it says, washes off in the shower. Those stupid marker tattoos <laughs> stayed on our bodies for days. Wow. <laughs> and her mom was sitting there in the tub, like, almost like with a Brillo pad, like, scrubbing oh. these stupid marker tattoos off our body and, like, Skin raw, like, was not coming off. Were any of them on your face? No, thank God. Oh, oh thank God we weren't that stupid. Wow. I just, I, so I just had something similar. I had a, a laser treatment. Um, it's sort of a preventative thing that can stop an, a, a type of glaucoma that because of my eyes I might be susceptible to. It's sort of a prophylactic measure. And so they put a mark over my right eye. Like with a marker, and I'm like, okay, I, don't, I think I'll just smudge this. No, I could not get this <laughs> off for like. I had it on Friday. By Monday morning, it was gone. Okay. I was, I mean, it, it hurt. I mean, like, and I appreciate the fact that they wanted to do the correct eye and they made right. a marker for it. But I'm like, I can't get this off. Steve, you remember in the movie The Doctor, he goes and he's he's got a tumor on his throat, right? And right. They, yeah. And they're like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm putting a little tattoo here for the radio. She's like, what are you? You're doing what? <laughs> yeah, they put yeah. a little tattoo on his neck. I bought my best friend, uh, Queen Bee's kids, one year just to piss her off. Um, markers that you could draw on the bathroom wall with. I markers that it. you could draw on the front door with, like on the glass door. She was, first of all, so angry. It was great. And then uh, <laughs> she was like, these things, by the way, don't wash off. Like, it got in the grout of her shower. Oh, no. And, like, even on the front door, even even though you erased it off, you could still almost see, like, the marking of it. Like, it almost ate away at a little bit of whatever coated the glass door. Wow. I was like, yeah, sorry about that. Why don't you Why don't you get the kids next time leather etchers? Thing <laughs> of markers, yeah. when I was a kid, they, they came out with, and they, and they were dry erase markers, I believe, but, um, or maybe they weren't. But they um, they smelled. They they had a yeah. scent oh, for yeah. each one. Like red was cherry, yeah. and, oh, yeah. and green was green apple, and purple really? was grape and stuff. I oh, missed that. I wanted to eat them. Yeah, yeah. 
I oh. wanted to eat them as a kid. Well, you remember the whole thing that Play-Doh got the issue. They they had basically a Play-Doh fun factory that you could make little Play-Doh hamburgers yeah. and Play-Doh french fries. and. Yeah. Kids ate them. Yeah. yeah. But those, that's actually edible. It's actually, it's, yeah. And that's probably hurt, yeah. the reason why, because mm-hmm. you always made things like that. Tastes horrible. Yeah, but those uh, those um, uh, markers, Preston, are non-toxic. I'm not okay. saying you should eat them, but uh, but because of the way they smell, they, obviously, oh, kids man. were... I definitely... And I licked them. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, you'd always speaking... end it up on your nose. Yeah. Like on the bridge yeah, of your nose. Yeah, because you were smelling it. it. Yeah. And by the way, a fresh can of, of Play-Doh smells fantastic. <laughs> It just tastes terrible. terrible. It's it dope. smells so hey, good. Do they still make scratch and sniff sni- uh, stickers? Ooh. Oh, I loved those. I don't know. They they make scratch and sniff flashlights. Okay, I know that. Oh, okay. The post office made scratch and sniff mm. stamps. Did they? Yeah, they were like ice cream flavored. Hmm. Hang on a second. I want to go to some more uh, people getting stuff stuck in their hair. I will go to Heather. You are on the air, Heather. Good morning. Good you morning. Hey, good you morning. what's up, Heather? I'm having flashbacks from my childhood with the scratch and sniff and the markers and the gum in the hair. But as an adult, I can't tell you how many times while babysitting, well, maybe not so much a current adult, but, you know, my younger babysitting years, getting Matchbox cars stuck in my hair or having one of the kids run up to me screaming, crying that they got something with wheels. Yeah, yeah, Matchbox cars, Hot Wheels, all of those. Um, yep. Yeah, that, that was. If you had any length of hair, um, it could be really uh, problematic. Yep, and sometimes you just gotta you gotta cut the hair. Yeah, out. cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> you gotta do that. Thank you, Heather. Which which reminds me of um, of the the scene in uh, Sixteen Candles yes. where she gets her hair shut in, it's the, great. in the door frame, and they <laughs> and they take that. You huge, can't tell cut out of her hair. You can't tell at all. Uh, let's go next to Danielle. Hi, Danielle. Good morning. Good morning, It. Good morning, It. What's up, Danielle? So, I don't know if it is now, but old-fashioned silly putty that used to be like, I got it stuck in carpets and clothes. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. literally, you had to shave it off to get it off. Stuck. Yeah, we had a shag rug. We had to do that with in one section. You couldn't really see that part of the rug. But it was ground down. Something about silly putty was a lot more resilient than um, than Play-Doh. Yeah, I guess whatever oh, yeah. made it, its it, its elasticity was the property that made it a bitch to get out of well, the carpet. Well, because you could roll it into a ball, you bounce it in the house. You, <laughs> you f- could lift up newsprint. Well, you could lift up newsprint. Yeah. That was the best part of it. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you would it would you'd get lost, and then you'd forget to go find it, and then somebody would step in it, and now it's part of the carpet. I forgot. <laughs> well, that. that's what that's what happened to your jeans, right, Thanks, Danielle? Didn't yeah, we, oh, we had yeah. that was Aaron's out, thinking putty. So it was very similar to silly putty, mm-hmm. and 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 our informant Joe put yeah. some on your seat. You sat on it. It ruined a pair of jeans. Yeah. That set in motion uh-huh. a spraying super hot hot sauce up the crack of Joe's ass, which sent him to the hospital. Right. Yeah, and she was able to get the putty out. Yeah. She got it out. Yeah, but it left but it left a big grease stain on it. Yeah, yeah. I got the putty out. Wait, do you know, real quick, uh, Aaron's Thinking Putty, I actually was just thinking of them the other day because they're, uh, or at least one of their warehouses is right in Norristown, and um, they're now in Target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Aaron's yeah. Thinking Putty, yeah. good yeah. for them. I know. Yeah, they made some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, you can find them all over the yeah, place. Yeah, I was excited to they had, see that. They had a glow-in-the-dark putty. Yeah. Yep, it was yeah. really Cool. Yep. Uh, let me go to. Do, 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 here we go. Somebody backing up the peanut butter claim. I'm going to go to Harry. <laughs> Hi, Harry. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. What's up, buddy? Hey, uh, my daughter had hair down to her butt. She must have been 10, 11 years old in the bathtub. All of a sudden, I hear her screaming and crying. The bubble gum got all through the back of her hair. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother always told me, use peanut butter. So I 
spread peanut butter all around the bubble gum, then took a comb, and it came right out. No oh, way. I guess right the oil of the peanut butter, maybe? Yeah, the oil and the peanut butter. And Steve, I got a perfect idea. Scratch and sniff underwear. Yeah, well, they actually had that, believe it or not. Oh, they do? Yeah, they, they did. Yeah, I think it came out of Japan where they come up with Thanks, a lot right. of underwear things. Yeah, I guess, like, uh, all right, so maybe the, you know, there are things that, like, offset, you know, the stickiness and, you know, the, the oils of the peanut butter maybe offsets the stickiness of the gum. This sort of thing. This sort of thing. Well, so, you know, if you go to the beach and you get sand all over the place, baby powder will get the sand off of you, like, way better than water. No like kidding. That, yeah. So if you've got it, where where are you baby powdering? Like, like okay, uh, on so your hands on your hands, butthole. It's good <laughs> if you have little kids and, they, yeah. and then they, you need to give them something to eat on the beach, and you know you tell them to go wash their hands off, and by the time they get back, they're filled with sand again. You yeah. just put baby powder on. It has to be dry. Their hands yeah. have to be dry. Put baby powder on, and all the sand falls off. Right. No kidding. Yeah, Let me right. ask you okay. something. I, we're kind of doing little little hacks here, but have you seen the commercials for the thing where it's it's almost like this gelatinous? Yes, I know what you're talking about. It gets it, all the crumbs out of your car. Out of your car. Oh, yeah. Have you guys seen that? Yeah. So yeah. You, you put it like on the center console. It's like you, slime. Basically. Yeah, so, yeah, that's what it is. And the uh, the detailers will use those. Do they use it? And, yeah. and, and it works? Have you tried? Uh, I haven't personally yeah. tried, but uh, but I've seen videos of, of, it, of it working. Yeah, because it gets huh. down in those cracks. Right. It's, it's got a little tackiness to it, a light tackiness to right. it. It'll grab those crumbs and... And pull them out of there. It's pretty ingenious. I might try it. Yeah. Can't you huh. just use silly putty or slime, though? No, it's not. It's not as um, tacky, tacky as Preston's saying. Uh, it doesn't have that stickiness that makes it, you know, oh, viable for that for, for getting down as deep as this does. Uh, let me go to Sylvia. Hi, Sylvia. Hi, guys. Hey, what's up, Sylvia? Uh, I was sixteen, uh, way back when, and I was babysitting, and they had a whole bunch of those. Bluey fly trap. Yes. Under the ceiling. Yeah. Oh my God. I walked into one of them. Oh. Dude. First, flies, sticky glue all over my hair. Oh no! I, it yeah. is it is the stickiest molassesy type of glue that they put on those things. We used to have them at a place I worked at years ago. Uh, you, I mean, the the girls who were working there were forever getting them caught in their hair. And it was it was almost impossible to remove. How did you get it out of your hair, Sylvia? I spent two hours in the shower. Getting <laughs> oh my it out god! Of my hair. Oh, wow. You know it's also those oh, those and they they suck because they're they're not too humane. But the the um those sticky glue traps from mice. Yep. Yeah, I got uh, one on there, and and the mouse is still alive. Thanks, and I Sylvia. Had to pull him off and his pulled his foot off. Oh, no! Why did you do this oh, to me? <laughs> now yeah, I can't walk. Yeah, I don't find anything humane about those no. at all. No. no, I'd rather just kill it quick. Yep, exactly. Even though I don't want to do that. should have just killed me. Yeah. I've heard stories where they'll bite off their leg, too. Oh, yeah. Like if one foot is stuck. Yes. Oh. Or if they end up in bed with an ugly mouse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they call that mouse ugly, Mouse right? ugly. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. uh, let me go to Kim. Hi, Kim. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, what's up, Kim? Hey, I, you guys were talking about the baby powder yeah. um, for the beach. I have since I was, oh, God, I don't even know, a teenager. We always kept it in like an old sweat sock or like a tube sock. You tie it in a knot and you leave it in like a powder bag. So then this way you just tap your hands on it or wherever oh. you need to go. Like, like, like they do, like, like yeah. yeah. gymnasts do. A rosin bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, like a rosin bag. That's rosin a, up yeah. your bow. Great idea. Yeah. 
and I do it for like little kids because you know they don't like to put their shoes on or their flip flops or sandals. You just yeah. pat it down when my daughter was you know a little toddler. You oh. pat it down on their feet, and then this way the powder's not flying all over your neighbors on the beach. Yeah, and and that's really just, smart. I'm stealing yeah. that idea. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, I, I do it too. It. Like if um you know it's time to eat and stuff like that, I want to make sure I don't yeah. have any sand well, on my hands. Yeah. It know? also yeah. is a great way yeah. if you're bringing cocaine to the beach. Right. Absolutely. Nobody. Smart. Knows. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Kim. Just snort. No. The guy's over there snorting a sock. That's a great idea. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go to Aaron. Uh, hi, Aaron. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Sorry to bother you at work. No, it's good, man. What's up? Hey, yeah. So when I was younger, I think I was like uh, maybe 10. We were My family and I were going to Cosmo, Mexico on a cruise. So we were flying from Philly to Florida. Well, I had silly putty that I got in the airport. Thought it was a good idea to use it as a pillow on the plane. Oh, what? So, uh, <laughs> you use silly putty as a pillow on the plane. Again, you were 10 years old, so we have to give you that. Okay. My parents didn't want to give me the cool neck pillows, so they got me <laughs> silly putty to shut me up. <laughs> they thought it was a good idea. It turns out it wasn't for them or for me. <laughs> How long to get it out of your hair? So... We're, my mom's trying to rip it out, of course, in the plane, yelling at me, and I'm crying nonstop. And my father's just sitting there like, what do you, like, how, why did this even happen? Yeah, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Both of so, you, shut up. The only option we had was to try to find scissors, of course, in an airport. <laughs> so we're running all around. I've still got the silly putty in the hair. I'm probably crying hysterically because, one, I'm embarrassed, and, two, I've got silly putty in my hair. <laughs> We finally go to a bar. They have scissors. They cut it out of me, and we finally go on vacation with a nice little chunk of hair missing. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, it, it, memory. It, it's it's tough, man. Silly Putty's got that 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 property that makes Thanks. it a little bit more formidable. Appreciate it, Aaron. And by the way, speaking of Aaron, I did get a text that says uh, it's a wanted me to let Kathy know. That Aaron's thinking putty gives tours, or they did pre-COVID, of the Norristown location. And when you go, you get, like, the kids get a little tiny Mm. um, uh, tin of of the uh, silly putty, or the thinking putty. I know right where that building is. uh, Stop by there sometime. Be kind of interesting. Uh, Let me, hang on, there was a good one. Oh, yeah, yeah, let me go to this. It's uh, Mark. Uh, Mark, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. What's up, bud? All right, so you know that that uh, I think it's called great stuff. That's uh, the foam in the uh, in the cans. Yeah, oh, the yeah. Stuff that expands when yeah. you spray it. Yeah, for the for the crack, you fill in cracks and everything. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's... I, was, I was doing my house and I was spraying up in the ceiling, <laughs> and I guess I spray too much, and I'm spraying, and all I feel is this drop on my head. <laughs> the spray foam got my hair. And I have long, like, luscious hair, so I can't really cut luscious. it out. Yeah. <laughs> long, luscious hair. Everything. I tried everything. I couldn't get it out. So what would you end up horrible. doing? So I went to Home Depot, and uh, I tried every product right there in the store. I, because I didn't know what worked. And uh, I just gently, like, combed out uh, the hair, uh, the product, and... I okay. got it out. That's like the, that stuff is that stuff expands quickly. Yeah, it expands yeah. and, and then and then it hardens. It then it hardens. Yeah. <laughs> I so, got a bonus. What? Hey guys, I got a bonus. Another thing, it's not hair, but all right, how can I say this PG ish? <laughs> Pubic hair? So when you're young when you're young and, and and you know, we're experimenting. You're playing with yourself. Um 
when you when you when you finish and carpet don't mix together. Oh, that's true. Oh, oh my gosh. God. Yeah. You, you tell it's me like, about it. Yeah. Dude, it's like it's like epoxy. I went when I was younger. My parents went away for a week, and I brought over a girl. So you know, we eat whatever. My mom came home walking barefoot in the. Oh, oh my god! Like, you know, it was like shag, shag carpet or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. The carpet. Uh, she's walking. She's like, "What the hell is this, dude?" It was like it was like so, like like solid. Yeah, it was like. And she's like, what the hell is that? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what Come that is. Come over here. And you said, yes, it is. It's like in that scene in Bridesmaids when Wendy McClendon Covey's talking about the, 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 the uh, you know. Yeah. Um, having it, boys. It's like. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like a spackle. Yeah, spackle. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Mark. Bye. That was our bonus. We, we appreciate our, your bonus. The text messages have some other uh, suggestions for getting stuff out of hair. They said um, conditioner, olive oil, and uh, goo gone. Gugan? Okay. Gugan. Yep. I am Gugan. Gugan is, uh, yeah, you can get that the hard way. I'd like you to meet my cousin, Gugan. Uh, so so this, uh, these these bunchums, these toys, which got us started on this conversation, yeah. in the, the tutorial video on how to get them out of the hair, one of the things you have to do is you, you need to comb the hair below where it's stuck and yes. straighten it out first okay. to give it a, um, path, a path of exit instead of just oh trying yeah God. exactly yeah. instead of just trying to yank it out so you need to and which is going to be you know it's going to be it's gonna suck. a little bit painful yeah and and you've got to comb that part and then slowly work it excuse me work it out so <laughs> it's, it's too much yeah, it sucks she doesn't put up with that when you get something stuck in your hair uh i will go to jack next hey jack good morning gadzooks what's up buddy so uh, a bit ago, I used to work at a music shop, and uh, one of the guys from Remo, who you may, you may be familiar with. Drumheads. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they came out with, I don't know if they still have this, but it's a drum pad that's moldable. It's kind of like a thick silly putty, and you can use it as a drum pad. Okay. It's like a practice pad on the go. Yeah. So when I was younger, I had one, and my younger brother, he must have been about 11 or 12, like, I went to school one day, I came back, and it was gone. And next thing I know, it's all, all in his thick, curly Afro hair. <laughs> what, what did he do? I don't know. I did. I, I asked him what he did, and he's just crying. He's like 11 or 13. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Did they have so to then, cut his hair to get it out? No. Um, my mother, luckily, she has a bunch of olive oil, so I'm helping him and her, like, scrub it out with olive oil, trying to get it out in the bathtub. It was a nightmare. Oh, those things, man. Olive all that stuff Thanks, when you got, you know, markings or any, anything like that or stuff stuck to you or dried on you and you're trying to get it off, it was always a freaking nightmare. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Freaking nightmare. <laughs> um, I'm going to go to to Jen. Hi, Jen. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Jen? Okay, so I was working at a retail store, and they had me cleaning underneath the shoe racks at the back of the store, and it must not have been done in the past, like, five years, so there was a solid, like, inch of dust under there, Um, and I had long hair, and I had the vacuum behind me and was going in with a little handheld, yup, Mm -hmm. straight up the (gasps) roller brush of the actual vacuum. Whoa, so you vacuumed up your ponytail? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Jeez. <laughs> so how did you, you, I assume you had to dismantle everything, right? Yeah, I think I, like, uh, reached for the cord and just pulled it out of the wall, but. 
It's like sheer panic. Oh, so I'm sure. Were you able to just pull your ponytail out then, or was it wrapped around? Yeah, it, it took a little muscle, but it came out eventually. Oh, it's like those stories, and you've had them in the bizarre they file, where like they, they'll be on the rides, they'll be riding, oh, yeah, no. and, and, and the, the, the people get scalped. Yeah, the people oh. died from that. Yeah, 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 yeah. They get caught in a mechanism, yeah. and, and it'll rip the, the layer of skin off of their oh, head. Well, I've had string Terrible. go around the you know vacuum cleaner, and you have to like pull it out. And like she yeah. said, it takes a little like force to get it out. So yeah. Imagine ripping your hair out your that hair? way? No. Wow. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, thanks for the calls, but Bunchums, uh, if you have kids and they have these toys and they get stuck in their hair, go on YouTube. You'll find there's a tutorial on how to get it out of their hair. The company just released it because it's become an issue. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to take a break. We have another shot at you to win $500. That's coming up at 10 o'clock for no sad dough. We also have a secret text word, so if you're interested in winning a digital download of the movie Wander, uh, text word secret 39333. You might win before the show's up. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Want to see something funny? Uh, or maybe really messed up? Well, watch The Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR. Uh, Do you guys have a chance to see Jackson's new um, picture frame in the yes. in the hallowed halls of WMR? Uh, I did not, no. Yeah, What's Pierre, in it? Pierre presented it with him yesterday because huh. uh, Jackson was the only one who didn't ha- wasn't a, a full-time staff member who didn't have their own um, uh, picture Montage. frame, yeah. which is uh, kind of our, our, uh, our, I guess Pierre was calling it the walls of fame here. In the studio, so uh, it's really cool, you know. And the, and the gal Gail, who does all the picture frames, put that together. All right, I have a uh, what question? Am I in it? I don't know. Oh, because you were his producer for a while. Because I was in his first one. There was mm-hmm. a picture of uh, he was dressed as a Flyers player with like a yeah. blacked out eye, and then and I you was were little Kim, little Kim in jail yeah. with my boob hanging. I remember out. that. Yeah. And he specifically requested that not go in. Well, no, 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 but when no. she redoes them, isn't it updated pictures? Yeah, I don't yes, think he's going to go back. They all look like updated photos to me. There are a couple of old ones. Um, one from way, way back when. Um, There's one where he is, I guess, one of his earliest. Let's say a black and white shot. Is that still in there? Of him, he's... oh, I love that one, which is like a close up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I like that one. He, he yeah. kind of has like he's looking through his fingers or whatever. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, like I don't. First, I didn't uh... commit to memory all of the photos <laughs> that were. Oh, a minute. Oh, a minute. <laughs> There's a photo uh, in the top corner that Brian took at Camp Out of um, all of his producers. Oh, yeah. It's Kristen oh, yeah, yeah, Herman, yeah. Sarah Parker, and me. Kristen yep. Herman was his? Yes, she yeah. was. She predated Sarah. I don't and that uh, at all. we've actually a couple of our. We, honestly, Shocking. Jackson owes us uh, a Titanic debt. Right. <laughs> Well, no, we got Marissa from Jackson. Uh, he he, he effed up. So well, is one was... Marissa versus a is that is that a, is equal to one pa- Sarah and Kristen? Ooh, no, no, no. They're Marissa, all, they're all yeah. no two Sarahs and it, <laughs> Marissa's. I love those gals, yeah. but Marissa's Marissa's Marissa. Well, so She's I, on the pedestal. I was doing the morning show. Then I was going to Temple, sleeping in my Jewish. car yeah. at Temple University. Oh, oh, sleeping in my car and then coming back and doing Jackson. Wait, I thought right. you went to college in Boston. I did, but then I transferred to Temple. Oh, I didn't. She know transferred that. to an underwater city where if you eat hot dogs, right. you she explode. Hot dogs, and that's where she became a vegetarian. Yeah. Uh, so some new pictures up in the halls. I love taking my time and walking around and, and yeah. looking at some of these, especially yeah. some old articles that are written 
uh, that are on the walls. It really gives you a little perspective of the history of the radio station. We, we went from an antiseptic sort of look, which, you know, was not good. And Pierre lobbied <laughs> and, and, and Joe, our head muckety muck here, said, yeah, let's let's do that. Let's let's get this stuff. But then Joe Connor. Uh, and and who else? The the, uh, the Gail, you said is her name? Gail uh, I, Pierre. Yes, I do yeah, know her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Went to work and have turned this into a wonderful museum. <laughs> it's awesome. Well, mm-hmm. and okay, so the only reason I asked if I was still in it, um, I, I don't care, but there's something about when, we, when you update the frames, then you kind of lose a little bit of the history of, like, the old stuff that used to be around there. And I love walking around and seeing, like, the stuff from the 70s right. and 80s. I mean, there's a photo of, like, the MMR staff uh, on the field of the 1980s World Series parade. Mm-hmm. Like, they were literally hosting at the vet because nobody else was there to do it. Like, that's incredible. Yeah, I, I like to go by and take a look at some of the names of the people that I I did not know, did not listen to, and just acknowledge that they were a part of this. Because someday, I, I'm hoping this radio station will be around for another 50 years. Somebody will be walking down the hall and see pictures of uh, us and go, I wonder who those guys were. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jesus, mm. what did they? They did not hire on looks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. They never have. Yeah. Well, that's why Kathy's here. That's um, right. And you, Martha. Uh, so that's pretty cool. I thought that was kind of nice. If you haven't had a chance to take a look at it, there's some uh, photos and videos uh, on the MMR social accounts. Nice. Uh, well, speaking of, let's stay in the MMR family for a moment. Uh, family. There's a guy named Kyle who uh, every year sends me a list of things that he pays attention to <laughs> that comes out of Casey's mouth. Okay. Uh, and so he uh, he does his uh, list of Caseyisms. And for this one, he wrote, hey, man, this pandemic uh, has me plowing through older material. And I found some of the best things that Casey has said from the old days to the new stuff. So he made a list. And so I have some quotes uh, <laughs> okay. from Casey over the awesome, past awesome, several man. years. So I, I always can... feel weird with this. I don't, I don't necessarily know how to react. I'm not embarrassed by it. But... I, well, good, because yeah. I don't mean to. <laughs> I know it's a celebration. Balls, but it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this one was from uh, 2013. Uh, it said, uh, they say pregnant women shouldn't take baths because their water could break and you wouldn't be able to tell. I just made that up, but it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was wondering where the ism was coming from. Yeah. I'm like, well, that yeah. it's a... <laughs> He said, I just made that up, but that makes sense. It does make sense. You okay. would not be able to tell. I mean, mm. when water does break, uh, the... It, it's colorless, right? It's no, not like you—you you know. know. There's other things that come out. Yeah, okay. like babies. I don't know. I've never yeah, seen like water a break. Head. Like a baby's head comes I out. Have three children, and none of the water was. Uh, the liquid it seems. I've never seen it in person, but right. when I've seen it depicted in horror movies, uh, it, it no, it, it's a uh, it's like a clear sort of amniotic fluid, is it not? Yeah, I believe it is amniotic fluid, but I would imagine it would have some discoloration mm. to it and but... some uh, stra- pieces of strawberry. Yeah, maybe. But I love how I started by saying, you know, they say, yeah, right. and mm-hmm. I was like, no, I just... that's a go-to. <laughs> Uh, here's another one that says, uh, when this is it, and sometimes he sets these up with the scenario. When Preston said that his son bought him a cover for the windshield for Christmas, Casey's response was, My son got me a world's greatest grandpa keychain, but I can't use it for the winter or anything. Back to you, Preston. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when that happens, that's when you, you, you have a, you have a fear that you've up. derailed. You mm-hmm. know, my favorite thing that just happened in the last couple of months was the moment of silence for my bad jokes. Oh, it was great. I, I think that I, I want that to turn into a thing. Okay, to, yeah. Let's have a moment. Of it was a Daily Rush video not that long ago. Uh, here's another one. This also from 2013. 
How is someone like Kim Jong-un in power? Why doesn't the guy next to him just take him out? I mean, take one for the team, right? <laughs> I mean, I okay. still, well, Ari, when did I say that? Because I, I stand by that. It was April 2nd, 2013. Okay. It's not illegitimate. It. Yeah. Right. Uh, it does happen. We jump all the way to uh, uh, just, uh, I guess, last week or this week. It was on the 12th, last week. Uh, he says, uh, I was going to gay that. Oh. And that was him saying guess <laughs> and say at the same time. <laughs> I was going to gay that. I was going to gay that. Mm-hmm. So we have, there's a whole history of, of those kind of flubs. Uh, I've uh, I've asked, and I have to remind uh, Kevin uh, Gunner, who, who does the recording when we go in and do live reads. and some, oh, Not live reads, but recorded spots, obviously. Uh, and um, he he has a whole bunch of outtakes of us saying things. Kathy, you mentioned this before as well, where he has you know us yelling or or, or, or just little flubs and so on yeah. and so forth. Uh, we we have to get that and play that on the air. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. He has yeah he has yeah. a whole like <laughs> library <laughs> library yeah. years worth. But a lot of those can't be played because we might be saying something. No, negative no, he, about no, it's not that at all. Still? No, yeah, okay. it, 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 it's it, yeah, no, it, it, it's. He said he makes sure that it, it yeah, it's not that. Why? Why would we be so stupid as to play stuff like? Well, yeah, yeah. and so I, yeah. I, I've been sitting on a project that I've wanted to work on for years. I have like seven years of you guys singing songs. Oh, I've been yay. waiting for this. You told right. me about this a while ago, I, and I've been waiting. Such an undertaking. And what I really want to do is make it like one of those infomercials where you just kind of like like it's all two the people. hits are here. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you guys I can do the voiceover for it. Okay, because we sang "Soul to Soul" this morning. Yes. Yeah. All right. I I have a file. It has so many okay. songs in it. All right. All right. It'll be my 2021 project. By the way, going back to water breaking, some texts coming yeah. in. Uh, uh, somebody says amniotic fluid is a bit yellow and very cloudy. Someone else said two words: mucus plug. Uh, and somebody says, sounds kind of good. It's not like Coneheads. Okay. And then somebody else said, my water broke and I didn't know for three days. Wow. Okay. All right, let me see. Uh, other Caseyisms. And this one says, <laughs> this is Casey from 2013 as well. The more I think about it, the more it bothers me that they named him Hannibal Lecter, that they na- or that they named Hannibal Lecter Hannibal. I mean, did you really have to rhyme his name with what he does? <laughs> I mean, yes. Hannibal and Cannibal. Oh, okay. I'm not yeah. talking about Hannibal's parents. I'm talking about the writer of the story. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, oh, this just, it's just a little it too cute. You. Well, it's a little too cute. Okay. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, Chubby Rain. You know, I think that's their lampoon. Oh, my gosh. Uh, let's just move on, Preston. <laughs> <laughs> Chubby Rain Chubby. was from Bowfinger. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. it's just. I think it's sort of a lampooning of what they will do from time to time in the entertainment biz is get a little too cute with the with, with the, the title with the titles and with the okay. with the names and the things. All right, so Hannibal, <laughs> did you really have to rhyme his name with what he does? Okay, here's one another one from 2013. Uh I love this one. This is one of my favorites. Hey guys, the brain named itself. Do you ever think about that? <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> And technically, that's true. It is. Yeah. It is. But it was, I'm sure it was the way he said it. Yeah. The way it came out was, hey, hey, guys, the brain named itself. Do you ever think about that? No? No. Okay. 
What's kind of like with uh, Rocket the Raccoon. All words are made up, and it's like, oh, my God, they are. Right. right. Yeah. But I think another way to say it was, hey, this is kind of a weird thought. Right. Have you ever realized that, <laughs> that the human brain actually came up with the idea to name that organ the brain? And, again, context is everything. Is, uh, is. I probably said that in the middle of something else. Right. <laughs> but the human brain named everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, true. All right. This one goes back to 2006 uh, when referencing Scarlett Johansson. Wanting to be a uh, wanting to be respected for all parts of her body, Casey said. Listen, your brain, heart, kidneys, and gallbladder didn't get you into the movies. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we need some music. We okay, need, all right. We need, some, we need some Casey isms music of some sort to uh, mm. to play underneath to uh, to like fish or something string like that, this right? all together. Whatever you want. If you want to do a jammy thing no, from, from Fish, that's fine. I don't care. Cause this I just, is, it should be music that you like. This is about you. Uh, so, Baby Elephant Walk? I know you like this, Steve. I do. It's one of my favorites. It's right. our, our wedding song. So that was from 2006. Are we really using this, or are you going to find nah, something else? No, I'll find something okay. else. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll wait till you get that together. Um, there we go. All right, there we go. All right, Casey has some all right, this one was from uh, 2009 when discussing the theft of a Phillies World Series ring. Uh, Casey said, I don't <laughs> I don't really view the ring as everyday man jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. Those right? things are gigantic. And you have to wear it on special oh. occasions, right? Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. True. Same thing with Super Bowl rings. You just don't go lugging that thing around, man. All right, here's one from uh, 2000. Actually, this is from uh, last week. Uh, it says here he liked the Burger King on 322 in Westchester because you didn't have to make a left to get into the parking lot. <laughs> That's true. There are places that I prefer because they're easier to get into. And you agreed with me on that. And mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, that was one of the things where everybody kind of, even you, Steve, were like, yeah, that that actually, that's something that... Um, location, location, location. location. Mm-hmm. Here's another Caseyism. This one's from 2016. Uh, he would clean the house... At uh, he would clean house at the carnival, playing over and under in eighth grade, uh, to quote win like 150 bucks, which was basically a million dollars, right, guys? And then he also added that the guys running the game were usually drunk. Yeah, I kind of, I, I, you scammed them. I scammed them. Oh, because all right. So full disclosure here, they were all drinking behind the table, and they would roll the dice. It was in this big um, like cage rolling yep. thing, and. Every single person at the table that was, you know, responsible for, um, you know, paying off the winning, they all looked behind them to where the dice were being rolled. And I was able to put my money on the the number that came out mm-hmm. while they were turned around. <laughs> I was I was stealing. It's not scamming. I was straight up. That was theft. I was stealing. Wow. And I owe Our Lady of Fatima some money. You have $150? Yeah. Okay. It was like a million. It was like a billion. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, I love this. I don't know if you said this or somebody texting in uh, is doing their own caseism. It says, when you ask someone their name, essentially, you were saying, what noise do I make to get your attention? <laughs> was that one of yours? I don't know, but okay. I love that. I like it. All right, here's another one. Uh, this is from 2015. Uh, and this says, do people actually sit down and write pros and cons? Or is it just something they say, but they actually do it in their heads? Because you see in the movies and TV all the time, people write down pros and cons. And I don't, I don't, I've never done that. Have you ever done that? Yeah, I actually have. Okay. I have, too. Yeah, absolutely. How else does the good guy know that he wasn't considered to be the main guy? 
Well, I also finds did, a list. I also didn't know that people actually had five-year plans uh, <laughs> until I actually asked somebody. I'm like, do you actually have a five-year plan? And they did. I was like, okay, then I'm... Uh, I'm a few steps behind. I have most definitely written down pros and cons for for big things like buying a house or something. Right. Or trying to choose a yeah. location. Or what about moving to Philly? Um, no, I was like, yeah, I'm going. Okay, yeah, I didn't have to do a pro or con thing. I was ready to go. Uh, but but that might be something I would could. Yes, it would be a good idea to do something like that. But I was young and I was ready to go. All right, here's one that says uh, when men, this is from 2017. When mentioning the Nestle's Crunch Bar Thin Mint Edition, Casey said. They teased me with it and took it away, and now I'm a little bit pissed. <laughs> I don't even know what that I don't means. either. Some of these just come out. Here's one from 2019. He takes issue with the Baby Shark song stating that it's impossible to run away underwater. Is that part of the lyrics? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Do we, ha- we, don't, we don't have to listen to that song, do we? No. no. Okay, no. no. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't know if there's a run- there must be a runaway part in that song, Casey. Here's one from 2010. Uh, on depending on how uh, Casey's Achilles tendon feels, he has to discuss with his wife how many dances they'll have in an upcoming wedding. Do you remember this at all? No. Okay. All right. When was this? 2010. I apologize for not remembering a lot of these. <laughs> oh, I don't remember most of these. Yeah. Uh, this one I like though. I love this one. This is also from 2010. <laughs> he says, "I've been on a weird Pop Tart kick lately, but I haven't bought any." What? I don't What? I don't know. <laughs> Even I'm like, yeah, dude, shut up. Here's what another one from 2010. These are Caseyisms, by the way. He knows Top Gun like the back of Preston's nutsack. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. That's cute. That's a saying that <laughs> yeah. you use from time to time. Uh here's another one in 2010. Uh he says in an unfair manner, hey, when you're pregnant, what kind of pass do you get on excessive calories, man? <laughs> Man. Yeah. Man. It must have really bothered you. Uh, this one was this week. Oh, jeez. K2 looks like where the great shit lives. <laughs> he was oh right. I am right. Yeah, yeah. What, Kat? No, that one. I... Yeah. yeah. It was just, it's too fresh. You know why? Because it took so long for you to get it out. Like, I thought it was going to be something way Profound. bigger. Yeah. Yeah, then that's, it looks like where the Grinch lives. You can't see it, but everyone you're, you're mentioning here, Preston, uh, Kathy's writing in longhand and calligraphy. She wants to keep all these. <laughs> I'm going to read it before I jump off a bridge. She is going to give these to uh, a friend of hers with a cricket machine, and they're going to put them on boards, and she's going to hang <laughs> them up all over her house. It's be beautiful. Mm-hmm. A uh, number of texters are loving this, though. Uh, this guy says, uh, or gal, uh, call me crazy, but I am laughing remembering <laughs> just about all of them. Yeah, somebody's saying that I'm never funny. Oh, well, <laughs> agreed. These aren't things that you're, these are just observations sometimes. There was not, the intent was not to joke, but it, it just ended up that way. Uh, in 2019, uh, Casey, when discussing pooping at someone else's home. Oh, no. Uh, and I guess this, this just came, <laughs> this came up out of nowhere. He said, when Jim Antez has a dream involving poop, he'll play the lottery numbers 393 box. It's come out more times than not. Yeah. Okay, well, the the last part is probably uh, an incorrect statement, but I was right about that because his his grandmother... It's from the book. ...had the lottery book or the book of numbers or whatever, and whenever you dream about a certain thing, you would play those numbers. Okay, I do remember this conversation, and he he did have luck with it, yes? All right. But when he would dream specifically about a bowel movement, oh. it was the numbers 393 box yep. that he would play. Yep. And he's won a few times. He has won a couple of times. I don't or know if I, I do a lot of dreaming about bowel movements. 
I do. Um, and <laughs> I think we've discussed it, and I think Nick looked it up on the internet, and it prob- I think it has something to do with me opening my mouth too much. And, oh. And revealing too much about Yourself. myself or my okay. thoughts or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so, and then there was a last one, but it's, uh, uh, this is more of just a an observation, I think, about it. Casey said he got homesick while being a ball boy for the Eagles after locking the keys in the van and getting yelled at. I remember yeah. that's a perennial story. That's, yeah. that's actually a defining moment in your life. Well, I was uh, basically there as a tryout, and um, they were going to hire me, and I chose to go home. Mm-hmm. And I, I was really sad. I, like, cried, and I was a kid, you know? And yeah. then uh, the day I got home was the worst uh, time I had ever gotten hit in the nuts <laughs> in my entire life. I remember that. I remember I sh- that, yeah. And I should have stayed <laughs> at Westchester because I was bouncing on a trampoline with a friend of mine, and we... We bounced uh, on, you know, off times, and he sprung me so high in the air, um, and I came down straight, like, it straddled the, the, the bar on the uh, trampoline. And you racked your nuts. And I racked, I mean, the nuts, the bone, like, all of it. It was the terrible. The nut bone? The wow. nut bone, yeah. So that was the worst time you've ever been racked. Mm-hmm. It was the best time you got hit in the nuts. <laughs> the best of times, the worst of times. Uh, my uh, for no reason whatsoever. Uh, when I was in eighth grade, my friend uh, Kim kicked me in the balls at a at a birthday party. <laughs> and you, she thought her. it was going to be funny. <laughs> and it was, uh, as a matter of fact, it was not funny. <laughs> and she thought that it was going to be funny. Yeah, funny for you. I don't know who it was going to be funny for. Okay. And you know what's funny about that is Kim is like a nice girl. She wasn't like a mean girl or anything like that. But maybe uh, she was unaware that it actually did have physical effects. She was a kid. Yeah. You know, so she probably didn't know any better. But yeah, that was not <laughs> funny. It was at my buddy Jay's house. You got to um, learn. Yeah, obviously, you trial and error. You don't mm-hmm. put your hand in the fire. You don't yeah. kick somebody in the nuts. Ugh. Who are we talking to who had gotten kicked in the balls really bad? It was a, a, Ken a, a, Burns. No, it was a move. But <laughs> It was a movie, um, so they have these little devices that, like, um, yes, Woody Harrelson was wearing for Kingpin when he gets racked in the nuts in that movie, right? And it's yep. this like weird belt that kind of goes up on in the pants or whatever. So, um, and you won't feel the per- and you won't yeah. feel it. But this person in particular, at the time of filming, bent down so it gave that strap some slack, and he actually got racked in the nuts. Do you remember who that was? He told no, the story I remember someone telling the story, yeah. uh, but I could not tell you exactly who that was. So they they were here in the studio, I think. So it must have been you yeah know, sometime last year or something along those. Well, lines. listen for anybody that enjoyed that list or uh, you know the original time it happened. Uh, you're welcome, and, and I appreciate you <laughs> listening. You and anybody that hates it, hey man, I'm sorry. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just trying to. Are we posting know, that up? Yeah, just being you. I, I don't know. We can. Uh, yeah, but, but I, Put it over, please. I, I just want to thank uh, Kyle. He does this Kyle. like once a year. Uh, Kyle Seep. It's uh, a lot of work. S e i p. Yeah, it's a lot of listening and a lot of notation. But he, he there there's some. Actually, it was one year I didn't even. He did a bunch of them, and I never even got to the list. Yeah. So uh, I apologize. I didn't get to do that. But thank you, Kyle. Obviously, he's a big Casey fan. Oh, and thanks, Kyle. Loves those Casey isms, if you will. Uh, we were talking earlier. Um, about uh, watching, Steve, you're saying that there's uh, too many shows on TV and it's tough to get around. I forgot what clip we had played that made us realize that it is uh, oh, too hard. Like, um, to it was do that. that. For, for uh, Nancy Drew. Uh, yeah, that was yeah. it. Yep. So, by the way, uh, real quick before I touch on that particular subject, Netflix has hit 200 million streamers, <sighs> by the way. Uh, 37 million of those subscribers joined this past year. 
So obviously, uh, quarantine and, and, and the pandemic uh, definitely had people diving deeper into the world of streaming services. Uh, an internal shareholder letter said, with 8.5 million paid net additions in Q4, we crossed the 200 million paid memberships mark. Uh, for the full year, we added a record 37 million paid memberships, achieved $25 billion in annual revenue, and grew operating profits 76% to $4.6 billion. It's like a billion. billion. Yeah. So they throw yeah. money at that now. What they've started to do, though, is that they're less inclined for as quickly as they'll pump shows up. They're, they have to clean inventory. Yeah. So they don't want to be a, just a dumping ground for everything. So they do. They're more inclined now to terminate shows that just they can tell initially right out of the gate yeah. uh, if something's worth keeping. And so it used to be, well, you give it time. You know why, though? It's because the other platforms, Steve, are coming out with really great content that's as well. It. Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. And, and uh, so because it is easy to cancel on these services, yeah. services are starting to see a lot of people leave after they finish watching the shows that persuaded them to sign up in the first place. So it's like, um, what's uh, the boys on? There's boys on Amazon Prime. On Amazon, there's only one other show I watch on Amazon Prime. It's not on for a long time. What yeah. Is it? Why am I paying for this? It's um, uh, Jack Ryan. Oh, I don't okay. know when that's coming back. Well, I guess I watch Mrs. Maisel too, but that's not coming on for a long time. Wouldn't it be easier for me to just cancel my subscription? That's what, that's and what I quit do. Paying monthly, you do that I as well. I do that, and listen, it, sometimes don't. it's get it gets annoying. Yeah, like it gets to be. But I was paying so much because I still yeah. have cable. So like yeah. I had cable, yeah. then I wanted to watch something on Hulu, something on Amazon Prime, something on Netflix, and I had all of them. We got Disney Plus now, so I currently wasn't watching anything on any of them, but Netflix and uh, Jace uses Disney Plus, so I stopped all of them. Something just came back up on Hulu. I re-upped it. There you go. I'll watch it in a month, and I'll cancel it. Yeah, I might so, have to do that. And you know most of that stuff now goes through through your regular Xfinity. Uh, uh, you have all of those services that you're probably using. Yeah. There's a conduit right through your Xfinity remote to get to those apps. So if you're jumping out for something else, the, the difference is, is that, um, you know, like for Amazon Prime, it also has a whole repository of of, uh, of of old movies and old yeah. TV shows and, and 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 stuff that I love as well. So I I will I just go into a media search whenever I I, I love to have everything available. Right. But what happens is, Preston, people are becoming more and more, and and this is what has everyone uh, kind of back on their heels, at least like with the the large suppliers um, and the large streaming services. What they watch the show out. Yeah. They wait as they okay. It, the new season's up. Sign back up, right? And then the second the show ends, out. Hey, with and, Prime, and so that keeps it that keeps it problematic. And as things start to get more normal, and people are starting to indulge more in the extracurricular activities that don't keep them locked up at home, there's going to be you know there's going to be a reckoning, so to speak. But with Prime, are you automatically a Prime uh, TV member if you are a uh, Amazon yes. Prime member? Yes. Okay, so so that one's easy. So that that's easy, right? right? But like Hulu, where I watch um, uh, Handmaid's, Handmaid's Tale. And that's not coming out. That's like a, a year and a half break. What the hell am I paying for that that for? You can do that's Hulu. That's the only show that I watch on there. There are two tiers of Hulu. You do the Hulu with the commercials or you do the Hulu without the commercials. Yeah, I know, but either way you're paying yeah, for it. Yeah. You know? Wait, so, ho- by the way, okay, what is uh, uh, those commercials on Hulu are pissing me off. So <laughs> is it, it's a different subscription to get, ri- them, get rid of them? Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, what the hell? It costs more. Nobody told me that. <laughs> <laughs> and the commercials aren't working. For I don't you. mind. Like a lot of times, the commercials, like on, on some sites, 
It's like you, you get about 30 seconds of commercials and then it's gone. Well, and it's not that long. The Hulu yeah. commercial, it's just that they are so often. The show that I'm watching, I'm not kidding you, like every other scene, a minute I despise that. No, it, F that. Yeah. And, and last night I was like, this is too much. There's got to be a way to make this go away. But uh, I didn't know there was two separate subscriptions. I love how certain things will come out and they'll say, K- commercial free. And then you get it, and it's loaded with commercials. So here you go. Marissa pulled up the uh, um, the different uh, services you can get. Uh, the the regular basic is fifty nine dollars a month. Then the Hulu no ads oh, is eleven ninety nine a month. Five ninety nine a month. Hulu Plus Live TV is sixty four ninety nine a month. I don't know what that means. So what that means is you can stream live. You can stream live TV. So you're going to get live channels. A lot of them offer that, that, that. So you can get, you know, like local channels and stuff like that. Yeah, but just local channels or is there... Some of them include packages that are... So basically what happens is you rebuild what you're getting with your regular cable package. So I I, I told you like the, um, uh, a couple, I think maybe it's Vulture or one of the, the media sites did it and they had, they broke down what you pay for separate streaming if you have a number of shows that you like and, and what you pay for your cable bill and at the end of it, if you're someone who's an active TV watcher, there's only a, a difference of like a couple of bucks. Yeah, so uh, Marissa pulled this up. So like Bravo, E, Food Network, uh, Lifetime, TV, STNT, USA, Cartoon Network, blah, 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 stuff like that comes in that. Okay. Uh, so there are different options for you, Kathy, if okay. you wanted to do that. By the way, so according to a survey of 1,100 people in October, 46% of respondents canceled at least one streaming service in the last year. That's a dramatic increase from the 20% who said in the similar January survey that they had canceled the service. Of the people surveyed who canceled the streaming subscription, 62% did so because they finished the show or movie <laughs> that they had signed up yeah. to see. And this is what's causing the yeah. uh, the fear. Yeah. They, that's why, they, as to your point, Casey, that's why they're falling all over themselves to make sure they have stuff yeah. that keeps people signed up. Hey, uh, what sort of legal uh, recourse can be taken for people who are sharing passwords? The death um. penalty. <laughs> no, you, remember for a while there was an overt... Um, encouragement by Netflix to share your password. Remember that? Yes, there was. And it was kind of a push. Yeah, go ahead. And then uh, that went away. Well, now it's like a device limit case. So even if you share your password with somebody, um, if you, if there, if Netflix is on more than, you know, a certain amount of devices, it'll bump you off. Okay. Well, I have one of them, right? Yeah. Okay. Whoever's trying to watch last. Right. All right. What if you have different profiles under... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's still, it doesn't it's still matter. a device. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's still because it happened to me. I wasn't. Um, I didn't know, and I just had to upgrade the amount of devices because I had more devices in the house. Than Chase was watching Bridgerton. Mm. Wait, wait. So, are you saying that it can't be watched at the same time? Correct. Like, it, it, all right. So, let's say three people is the max amount of people that can be watching Netflix at any one time, and then once you go to four, it's going to bump somebody off, or it's not going to allow you on. Right. Okay. It doesn't. Kick you off a of Netflix. Stop someone else in the middle of the show. Yeah, yeah. No, won't let you join. Okay. Yep. So um, it's too much. It's too says, much. If you have Disney Plus, Hulu is included. Yes. What? It's shit. But I, I had now, Disney Plus. But I had Hulu before I had Disney Plus. Yeah. So then, if I if I subscribe to Disney Plus, is then then I have stopped paying for Hulu after that. Well, you're, you you're, you're, you're paying for Hulu twice. Well, so then how do you That's get, ridiculous. do you have to go into the Hulu app or you can watch the shows, the Hulu shows on Disney Plus? You can terminate your Hulu account and then Disney Plus has already has you accessing Hulu. Hulu! I want to so, say the word, the F word so bad. So right many now. times, right? Because how, how? F you. 
You so know, Hulu also includes, as it says, ESPN, Hulu, and Disney, Disney Plus. Right. You got to be kidding me. Right. Is it the ad free Hulu? Yeah, that's a good uh, question, too. Probably not. Probably not. Huh. I okay. mean, I guarantee you, I have. I have so much stuff. Yeah, I I have a few that I know are replicated, uh, and it's it's like uh, forget it. Okay, can I ask you? I'll go without food. I don't remember signing up for Apple TV or Apple uh, Plus, but I'm watching Servant, and season two of Servant is now I believe uh, available. If you, if you purchased an Apple TV, uh, 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 the box, I believe you get that. I never. Uh, I don't recall officially signing up. Maybe I did. And I don't, I don't, I don't know. ever get any bills saying you've been charged for your Apple Plus yet. Yeah. Did you buy an Apple product recently? Oh, I bought I bought an Apple TV. So you probably have it free for like a year, but it it's so it has you signed up. So okay. after that year is up, you'll start getting charged. Servant season two is pretty good. Oh, it's damn it? good. <laughs> is there more than one episode now? No, no it's Friday. The first one, yeah. It drops, every episode drops Friday. That happened with Verizon, too, because I, I got a new phone over the summer. So I got a year of Apple Plus. Okay. <laughs> which I've watched once for the Beastie Boys documentary. You know it's you know Verizon? It's so, yeah. Verizon. Okay. All right. AT&T also has its own, you know, they're, they're all sorts of things. Uh, what's going to become a big thing, and uh, you start to see it right now, are apps and and people who jump in and make sense of all your subscriptions mm-hmm. and t- and tell you what's replicated and what what you can get rid of. There is an app that I just got. It there it has a, a desktop component as well, where you can kind of it'll it'll run checks on what you're subscribed to, and it can help you ferret through the morass of crap because there's just so much after a while. That they make you sign even in phone purchases apps that you're not actually signing off on. You're getting you're you're re- replicating it time and time again. Yeah. You see um, these messages coming up, Preston, that it's uh, Hulu with Disney Plus is a bundle, so you are actually purchasing it, but it's just as a bundle. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand that. I didn't know. Uh, uh, so, so you, it's not just if you subscribe to Disney Plus, you don't automatically oh, get you Hulu. Have to, you have you to subscribe get to the a bundle. bundle. Yeah. Okay, then I'm good. But then I got to go do the math and see would it be more economic for me to right? do the bundle rather than pay for the two separate services. And can they retro- Screw you. retroactively do it because I'm already a Disney Plus member? Probably not. We let our Hulu lapse after um, uh, Handmaids was over. Also, um, I believe that that uh, Stephen King. Uh, uh, the Dan? No, it was the date. Uh, the JFK. Uh, oh, 22. Uh, yeah, 11, 22, 63. That was a good one. Yes. And that was on Hulu. Uh, yes, it was. Oh, you paid for CBS All Access? That's how you're getting the stand. Yep. Yeah. Getting CBS All Access. All right. Related question. I use um, all of these apps through my Xfinity. So I'll go into the like apps place and I'll pull up yep. Netflix or Amazon. Mm-hmm. Does your Amazon run really slow compared to Netflix? No. Mm. No, but the volume difference on my <laughs> Disney Plus yes. is dramatic. Yes. <laughs> right? What the hell is that? Yeah. So here's what happens. <laughs> I'll be watching Disney yes. Plus, and I have to turn it all the way up to hear what's going on. And then when I go back to normal cable television, boom! I mean, it's like a nuclear bomb went off in the house. I don't have that. I, P- I, you, I will say all the time, I'm like, why is this so loud? What device do you go through when you access it? Access uh, what? The TV. What? <laughs> the TV? You have, so a smart app on your TV. Mm-hmm. Okay. I go through my Apple TV. Yeah, mine's through my Apple TV. Okay, you still get it? Oh, yes. Yeah, I, I don't yes. for some reason. No, yeah. and, I, and I had my audio guy come over, and he was he was looking at some stuff, and he was tweaking with it, and he's like, mm. he's like, it's the, it, he tried to explain it to me, and it, it's you can't change it. Do you know where I find that a lot? On Fox 29. Really? Oh, that their volume that is different? Their volume's different? Th- there are some commercials that come on. Oh, yeah. 
Ba-boom! Yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I watch TV way louder than every single person in my house. Oh, me too. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, and without and question. I have the subtitle. Oh, me too. I have a number, and no one, you can't go above the What's number. What's your number? Well, it depends on what. If it's what, if it's Disney, it's, on, if it's right. Disney Plus, it's like twenty five. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's regular TV or most others, it's about eleven to fifteen. How soon before you guys go are going to hire signers to stand to the side of the TV? Yeah. You can't. Oh God, have 11? On, on Disney Plus, mine goes up. To like, I, I put it up at like eighty five. <laughs> Jesus and Christ! It, for the, the regular, uh, for for you know just. Cable television, it's at like uh, 65 or something like Doesn't that. it F you up with the volume for it to be louder or lower numbers? What's that now? Oh. The, uh, yeah. So but for me, backwards. like on, on my Yours LG, you, yeah, yeah, you lower the numbers for what? the volume to go up. Oh, come what? on. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> Wait, I couldn't what? deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> like wow. if I put it up to 80, you wouldn't be able to hear it. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. That's, that's really weird. Yeah. That's uh, that's like in a video game with the... Uh, the the XY axis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or when people on their, their uh, mouse scroll on their laptops. Oh, that drives me oh. crazy. Uh-huh. This that... computer right here that Nick uses, he does, uh, it's backwards. So when you scroll down, it goes up. And when you scroll up, it goes down. Uh... Well, it's because it's not a, an Apple, right? It's not an Apple product. No, oh, it's easy yeah. to fix. It's just one little setting. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, I only use it, what, three times a year, so I wouldn't change it, but... It takes me a minute to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, I think I do that way. When I when I scroll down, when I pull my fingers down, the page goes up. Oh, yeah, that's, that's annoying. the way I like it. Ah, I like yeah, the other way. Too. What do I do? <laughs> that's the way. Uh huh. Uh huh. You like it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Let me see here. I'm going to go to while Casey's uh, tinkering around with that. <laughs> what did you figure out? Uh, when I scroll down, it goes down. When I scroll up, it goes up. Okay. I got Mitch <laughs> online. Hey, Mitch. Good morning. Hi, Mitch. Hey, you are on the air, buddy. Go ahead. Hey, what's going on? Um, I just wanted to point out that uh, every Christmas, my my wife uh, seems to rent and buy the movie Elves and <laughs> oh uh, Doctor Seuss about seven times every year. It, so yeah. we spend like fifty dollars a year. <laughs> so let me ask you: when you when you where, where is she doing it off of it, that she's purchasing it? Uh, she just doesn't care. Like I'm, the, I'm the one that'll like look up to see where it's free and stuff like that. And she just like clicks. Okay, the kids want to watch it. Bye. Well, there's a like for example, if you buy it on like Apple TV, it'll say you've purchased it. You won't. It won't give you a purchase option. It'll just you'll just hit play. Right. Right. Uh, but there's some pl- some services that you just can keep buying it over and over and over again. Yep. I don't know why anybody purchases it. Other than like, like for me, it goes into my library, uh, into my library. Yeah. Like yeah. if you bu- if you buy it off of cable, just you don't have it forever. Well, right? let's say you sure. buy it, you buy a movie off of Apple TV, and then you go buy it. You can buy it off of Amazon Prime, and then you can buy it off of, of other. So, so yeah. if, okay, so it. if I buy it off Amazon Prime, it does live in a library somewhere in, in Amazon, Amazon? Yeah. in okay. your Amazon Prime um, app. Uh, app or, yeah. or okay. hey, here's a question: What if some for some reason you you cancel your subscription and yeah, then you come back again? Have you then lost those things that you may have purchased? Uh, that's a good question. Technically, I mean, you 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 don't really own. Mm-mm. You're just, yeah. you, but yeah. um, it's not like okay, I, I put your virtual movies in a box. Here you go. Yeah, yeah, I would bet that they they don't they're not there for some reason. I wonder how long they hold on to it on the off chance you return to your. Yeah, because it's really all, all those are are markers yeah. to files. So kind of go it's into not a like cloud, right? Yeah, it's not like they've been downloaded. Right. They're, it just shows that you purchased them. So, Kath, when you were downloading the movie, like, it, um, 
when I was getting DVDs Massive meaty men. with the digital download and I gave you the digital download, those will live not only in your My Movies app, but it also lives in your iTunes as well. Well, yeah, that's where I put it. I yeah. put it in, make sure it's in the iTunes. Because sometimes go- there's there's options uh, to put it in different places. Like Because for a while, there were other services yeah. like... Um, Voodoo and I yeah. forget what the other Universal movies and they would go to a separate place. Then mine they, ports over automatically. Well, then they tried to. to merge all of them. Okay. Um, and yeah, so now mine will go directly into iTunes. I just realized something. I totally forgot. I'm winning the Powerball tonight. I'm it not going to have to worry about oh, any that's of this. Right? Yeah. And neither am I anymore. We won't either. <laughs> so I. Do you know what I did? I sitting here worrying about. <laughs> so I got the documentary years ago called After Porn. Okay, which is great. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it talks about all these shows of these people and like who are like big in the porn industry. It was a lauded documentary, but it has like uh, I forget who a porn star on the. It's the first movie that pops up whenever I said just just go. It's all it's it's so alphabetically that's how it's listed, oh, man. and I'm like. It's a documentary. <laughs> it's a documentary. Uh, You're going to see all about porn. It's a documentary. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. All about porn. So, yeah. Steve, do you think that this is the final? Because before it was uh, VHS, and then VHS switched to DVD, and DVD and Laserdisc, and then Blu-ray, and now we're at digital. Do you think there's going to be a different... I'm going to have... Because... I. Format, I, format. I, I no. I, I, I think hope this is it. This is so. This is. It's just what quality of video you're going to get and how you get it. I still like physical media. I still collect 4K. You know, uh, uh, discs. And you have it on display. I, and I do. Cool. And, and so, and so Murphy and yeah. I love the additional stuff that's included. They do include it a lot of times in the streaming things and different. Right. Like there's a, a site. I think it's Vulu or Voodoo. I used Voodie? to use V U D U. Yeah. Uh, and it has uh, you'll you'll get some high quality streaming. Okay, I, I can tell a difference on my equipment if I'm using something that's like if I were to watch a DVD and then watch a Blu-ray or a 4K Blu, I could tell the difference. It's not like it's oh my god, but it's like I can see a difference. Okay, you know? but if you want to go way down the road in the future, case when we're not around, they may there may be some kind of a of, of a small microchip that can be planted in you that. That you can receive that information and you can all watch things at the same time together. Yeah. And it's it's all stored within your person. What if it goes back to the beginning? It's in a 19-inch Emerson black and white TV. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe With retro will be all yeah, yeah, the rage yeah. at some point. So, yeah, it's they're going to continue to yeah. advance in how we consume this stuff. I just don't want to have to rebuild another library of, of I'm yeah, keep, I'm, movies. I'm, I'm riding my discs for, yeah. for a while. Yeah. All right, well, anyhow, uh, it's it's interesting, but, um, yeah, but, uh, Netflix is way, way up right now, and uh, and there are still, the, the fear is for a lot of these streaming services, though, is that people come on board, they watch that one special programming thing, and, and then, then they beat it, and then they're out. I'll tell you this, one last, uh, remember this, Netflix teetering on the verge of full bankruptcy, changed their business model. Yeah. Right? That was it? Yep. Now it's like a billion, right? Like yeah, a billion. like a billion. Billion. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We, we don't have a billion, but we do 500 We have $500 to give away with no sad dough, and we will get you your keyword when we get back. The bizarre file as well, so stay with us. We'll return in just a moment. Stream MMR wherever you are. On WMMR.com, our mobile app on your smart speaker, and at Radio.com. Now, 
WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, just a couple stories to run by you here. We'll begin with this one. A couple has been accused of having sex on the Myrtle Beach Skywheel ride <laughs> and in a community pool to make videos for a popular porn site. Eric Harmon and Lori Harmon face multiple charges after police say that they saw videos of the two having sex in public on a pornography site. Police opened an investigation in the incident uh, in the indecent exposure on January 12th and said they found the videos. In one video, the couple is having sex inside a gondola, encased with glass and in view of the public on the Skywheel ride. This is a thing for a lot of people. So they had that one that opened up in Las Vegas. Yeah. And they are having a, br- a bus people doing that. Yep. Uh, they've had them try it on the Eye in uh, London. In another video, the couple is seen having sex in a community pool in the Surfside Beach section, and Lori Harmon is seen exposing herself while sitting on top of a vending machine. You know, and these are the kind of people you don't want exposed. Along with other lewd acts, both Eric and Lori can be seen exposing themselves and performing sex at the community pool in the video, so they're facing several charges. for do- So don't do that. Go to a hotel. Come room. on, man. Uh, It's important to remember that we live in a time where there are cameras pretty much everywhere. Two men in Glasgow, Scotland, were caught on camera talking and drinking next to a pizza machine. So it's like a vending machine for pizzas. Early Sunday morning, uh, the camera also caught them bashing, kicking, and headbutting the expensive machine, (gasps) causing nearly $3,000 worth of damage. This pizza machine! So they started headbutting it. Uh, the identities of the man are unknown, but a $1,300 reward is being offered to anyone who can identify them. Where uh, can I get stickle bricks? <laughs> <laughs> the owner of the pizza machine says that the machine is still operational, but the touchscreen has been smashed from the headbutting. I wonder what pizza from a pizza machine would be like. Oh, you know what? I had it one time. How is it? There was they had a a vending machine at the uh uh the Riverview uh, movie theater on Delaware Ave on Columbus yeah. Boulevard. Oh, really? Years and years and years and years ago. And it dude, it was like school pizza? It, it's exactly. Yeah, all right. Exactly. <laughs> it's like Friday pizza, pizza right. Friday, uh, that was what it was like. Yeah. But it had a machine that would heat it up and I, it was one tiny slice. I would almost do that just to try it. You know, that's not I because it. I really wanted it. No, that's why I did it. Yep. On a bet. A Texas family who lost their sense of smell because they had coronavirus nearly died when a fire engulfed their house and they couldn't smell the smoke. Couldn't smell the smoke. Oh uh, the, only, the only family member who didn't have the virus was 17-year-old Bianca Rivera when the teenager smelled smoke in their home. Uh, early on Friday, she quickly evacuated her three family members and their four dogs. The fire broken out around 2 a.m. in the one-story house, which was a total loss, by the way. Bianca said she first woke up with her. Uh, uh, she first woke up her family and helped get everyone out through the back door. She said, "I had started smelling uh, burnt plastic, and that's when I got more alert, and I ran outside of my room." On the positive side, it was the first time old gassy Uncle Lou could visit. <laughs> she said, "I couldn't even pass the hallway because it was filled with so much smoke." She then went back in to the burning house to rescue the family pets. She said, honestly, it was just me protecting my family and getting them to safety. It didn't matter to me if I was going to get hurt or if I was uh, to get burned. As long as I got them out safe and sound, I was going to be fine. So thank God she could smell. 
Uh, the Wayland Free Public Library, Massachusetts, is asking people to keep their eyes peeled for whoever's been leaving them baked potatoes. Potatoes? Potatoes. What do uh, you do with potatoes? The <laughs> library's front lawn has accumulated a few baked russet potatoes under mysterious circumstances. The, I mean, they're not just throwing potatoes. They're baked Baking potatoes. them. So the first potato appeared on Monday. The second one popped up on Thursday, according to the library. In a Facebook post, they jokingly wondered if the potatoes are part of a rare potato migration. Potatoes, or potatoes. if a kid on a bus was revolted by a packed lunch and tossed it out the window. Uh, the library would like residents to chip in any information that they have. Oh, chip in potatoes. Ah. But I love it. Dude, you have, have a whole bunch of puns in there. Yeah, I heard the keep your eyes peeled. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, yeah. So yeah. anyhow, uh, they're looking for whoever's throwing yeah, the baked yeah, potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. All right, this is interesting. A French woman named Janine Pouchain has an unusual problem. She's officially dead. She has been trying for three years to prove that she is indeed alive. <laughs> The 58-year-old woman says that she lives in constant fear, not daring to leave her house in the village of St. Joseph. Uh, and authorities seized her car over unpaid debts, and she contests what she contests. And uh, she said that's the center of her trouble. She fears that the family furniture will be next. Her status has been pre- has prevented her and her husband, who is her legal beneficiary, along with her son, from using their joint bank account. It's the result of a 2017 court decision that deemed her dead, even though... Uh, the death, uh, no death certificate was produced. Well, this is absurd. I mean, she's if she's there, yeah. she's, how can they? What's taking so long to reverse this ridiculous decision? The decision came at the end I of the think legal, you're dead. legal dispute with an employee of her former cleaning company who was uh, seeking compensation. <laughs> My lawyer. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I agree. We'll look into it. <laughs> After losing her job 20 years ago, but the initial complaint uh, in court misfired along with uh, falling on Pouchain, uh, whose lawyer claims her company had no responsibility for the dismissal. A series of legal proceedings, decisions, and appeals followed all the way to the highest court, which dismissed the case as outside of its domain. And according to Pouchain and her attorney, snowballing judicial errors ended with the 2017 ruling of uh, the, the uh, uh, appeals court that said that she was not among the living. The court finds you dead. Uh, and neither she nor her relatives received a summons for the hearing. Her husband and son were left to order to pay $17,000 and all this stuff. So they're trying to, they don't know why. It's uh, insane. Her lawyer points the finger at the judges in their extreme uh, reticence. And the re- finger fell off. To repair their error. So mm-hmm. I don't know why, but they. It's, 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 this is why this stuff drives people crazy. Yeah. I'm I'm not dead! That should be enough, right? Yeah. There you go. That's what I have in the Bizarre File for you. All right, you got about four minutes left uh, for the No Sad Dome. We have $500 to give away. You have to text in or send in via our app or website the word SPEND. Right? That's your money worth right there. SPEND. S-P-E-N-D. You can do it to 45911. Text it that way. Or go to the MMR app or WMMR.com. Good luck to you. We'll be back in a moment. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
We are happy to have you on this Wednesday morning. We have a secret text word that we have yet to get a winner for. That's coming up in just a little bit. Uh, so you still have a moment to text word secret to 39333. We are giving away digital download of Wander with Aaron Eckhart and uh, Tommy Lee Jones. We'll get that in a little bit. In the meantime, we're going to give something else away. Be a lesson question. We're giving away a digital download of The Stand-In starring Drew Barrymore. And the question we're going to go with this morning is, what kind of candy gives you AIDS? 215-263-WMMR. If you were listening closely, you heard it. What kind of candy gives you AIDS? 215-263-WMMR. If you know the answer, you should start calling right now. While we're waiting for that call to come through, we're doing this. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's see what we got going on. Steve, what's up this morning? Well, Josh Jamal replacing Army Hammer in the upcoming film Shotgun Wedding. Now that Hammer's kinky fascination with cannibalism has been revealed, in a related story, police are investigating Hammer's tweet from last summer in which he said he missed being at the ballpark and eating Franks. (laughs) You just don't know. Miley Cyrus explaining why she prefers same-sex relationships uh, during a candid interview yesterday saying female lady parts are more attractive than a man's genitalia. Ironically, Cyrus's former gynecologist later chimed in, noting that her vagina looks like a rusted-out Gravitron. <laughs> and finally, it's all over for Teen Mom 2 star Lauren Como and Javi Moraquin. After three years of dating, fortunately, Lauren was comforted by her children, all who are actually older than she is. Yeah. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood track. All right, to the phones we go. Let's see if we can get an answer to the question, which is uh, what candy gives you AIDS? And I will go to Rich to see if he knows the answer. Hey, Rich, good morning. Good morning. Ed. All right, Rich, do me a favor and tell me what candy will give you AIDS. Licorice. Licorice. Yeah! <laughs> So you don't eat that candy, Mom would tell you. Don't eat it. Give you eight. All right, Rich, we're going to set you up. We have a digital download of The Stand-In starring Drew Barrymore. You can stream it instantly on your smart TV or favorite device with the Redbox app today. Rated R from uh, Paramount Pictures. Kathy, can you salsa a little bit to this? Yeah. Not a good one for salsa? Yeah, no, I mean, you could. Okay. All right, uh, let's do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! Really? Yeah. <laughs> so let's see. It is brought to you this morning by Visit Philly. Explore the full craft beer trail at visitphilly.com slash beer. Uh, new live performance video for Greta Van Fleet's single Age of Machine has been really? released. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, their recorded version of the song will be included on their upcoming sophomore album called The Battle at Gardens Gate, which will be released on April 16th. Josh... It was the battle at Gardens Gate. <laughs> Josh Akiska uh, said we wanted to recreate... We some big honking trees. <laughs> we wanted to uh, create a cinematic album. Huh. Uh, they it, create a movie. It's like, what movie would this album score? Well, it would score The Battle at Garden's Gate. It was The Battle at Garden's Gate with a band that sounds like young Led Zeppelin. Uh, Sam Kiska added, we had time to... Kiska re- my ass. We, we had time to reassess... <laughs> What world the album is and how it lives in all these different spots. 
uh, we were able to take a step back from uh, that for a while. Uh, we went in and recorded the two songs that we felt captured the aesthetic of the album. Are these all from Lord of the Rings? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love it. Good uh, morning, it. <laughs> the Battle at Gardens oh, Gate. It's good morning. Uh, oh, yes, it's, we're in the Shire. Wake up, yes. It's time to go to work. The Battle at Gardens Gate uh, follows up Greta Van Fleet's 2018 debut album, Anthem of the Peaceful Army, by the way. so Anthem of the Peaceful Army. Now they're into Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ron McGovney, Metallica's first bassist, took to Twitter to post the band's original business card that he had a copy of. Wow. Uh, he captioned the photo, original Metallica business card. The phone number was the one that I had in my bedroom in my bedroom in 1979. I moved to our rental house two doors down in 1981 and took the number with me. That house was where Metallica started. Did you see the card? So it says that they're a rock band, but it also says that they service Canon copiers. I didn't know that. Well, listen, they had to make ends meet at that point. Uh, He said, I lived in a condo 1983 to 1987 and had that same number. Wow. Uh, McGovney was only a member of Metallica during the year of 1982, so he was just kind of a fleeting member of the band, but... Pretty cool little keepsake to hang on to. Did you, uh, did the image have a business card? Yeah, we yeah. had we had business cards and you know, Josh st- stickers cups, and things like that. Yeah. Coolers. Uh, the <laughs> Edge, the Edge's guitar contributions to U two have been ranked and rated by Guitar dot com. And where do they put them? Which has posted a list of the top twenty greatest guitar moments of his. So it's all just okay. the Edge. So it's hard not to win. Yeah. Uh, Topping the list, number one is his work on The Fly from oh. 1991's uh, Octung Baby album. It's a quirky song. Uh, followed uh. by, yeah, and I think it's just got a unique sound to it. This is it. Uh, that was followed by 1987's Bullet the Blue Sky, okay. of course, from the Joshua Tree. Counting it off 1,000, 2,000. And uh, the top three was rounded out by the album's opening track. Where the streets have no name, which has a really long intro to it, Casey. Oh, yeah. be lost because the streets have no name. Uh, prior to listing the edges... Uh, Looking for the last stand, best hot dogs in Delco. <laughs> oh, Can't find it. It's gone. Like America. You're airing these... Go ahead. I'm sorry, you're airing these both at the same time. Bullet and uh, where the streets have no name. Yeah, let's see. sky. Here's the streets. It fades in. Okay. So, come on, man. You can do both, but um, sorry. Uh, so, anyhow, prior to <laughs> listing the Edge's top twenty most essential moments on record, uh, Guitar.com posted at the heart of their sound. U2's guitarist has undergone his own process of constant reinvention, but even as his gear stash has grown from a couple of guitars, a handful of pedals, a Vox, and some gaff tape, to becoming a touring rig that looks like a Guitar Center warehouse. He stayed a step ahead of his uh, imitators, managing to refine but never jettison the simplicity and directness of his playing. Yeah, uh, the, what he said. The intro went on to read, uh, The Edge has often referred to being at odds with the guitar and has characterized his playing as a struggle or a fight with the instrument. And here we choose 20 battles he most definitely won, some against all the odds among an exhaustive back catalog of sonic explorations. That's the one thing about Edge. A friend of mine, uh, a great guitar player, a buddy of mine, always went off on the Edge's rig and his effects and how he 
really took the time to find the right sounds, and he did all kinds of combinations of effects to find the right sounds to create something really unique. And he, he becomes and, the music. And each album has its own unique sound. It does. Mainly because of the edge and what he did with those guitar sounds. So he's not pyrotechnic or, I mean, he is... Yeah, he's not a shredder. Yeah. Uh, but but he, he fills out a huge amount of sound, sound with his guitar. Yeah. Uh, so number four was Pride in the Name of Love. Five was Beautiful Day. Six was uh, Until the End of the World. Uh, seven was I Will Follow. Uh, number eight, even better than the real thing. Nine, Sunday, bloody Sunday, and number ten is bad. Wow, the guitar on bad is just so beautiful. It, it, it's iconic. Yeah. I, I, it's that is that song. What's the one that starts off There you go. What is this? Elevation. Elevation. This is I the listen one. to that sound. Yeah. That's so cool. So in it's that great. movie. I think it was used in the Batman movie, wasn't it? Was it? Uh, no. That was Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me. That's right, from Batman Forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Val Kilmer. Yep. In the uh, documentary, It Might Get Loud. Yeah. He talks about this song and he plays it without any distortion and it's just bam 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 yeah it's real bam. it's just real like plain. two strings yeah right yeah. it's underwhelming yeah well uh, yeah but what he's able to do with the effects is beautiful um, yeah god i love this song what a great freaking song okay according to the internet it was part of uh lara croft tomb raider that's what yes okay oh. gotcha. solving temptress yeah. in her short shorts and tight shirt that's her. Climbing up the cliffside and taking care of the bad guys. That was a great video again. Angelina Jolie mm. played her. <laughs> <laughs> and so did... Um, From the Danish girl. Van... Jones. No, not Van <laughs> Jones. Not Van from CNN? <laughs> <laughs> commentator from CNN. No, uh, come on. Uh, click on it, Marissa. Click on it. Girl. She's oh. also from that... Uh, <laughs> the thing with the, she had the, Alicia she Vikander. Vikander, of course. Alicia Vikander. The most recent version of the Tomb Raider. Mm. That was a good version. I thought it was really good. Did you see it? I didn't see it, no. It's really good. So it's very much like the the most recent video games that we have enjoyed. Which, those those are great. Those are great. Yeah. <laughs> Puzzle solving and adventure. Okay. The formative years of Lara Croft. I have one more story. One more Can story. I get to that? Yeah, Thank please. you, Ed. Or uh, Bono, I'm From, sorry. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, although by decades end, Jimmy Page was on top of the rock food chain, mm. leading Led Zeppelin, and he still looks back fondly on his pre fame days as an early 60s session guitarist. Page, who contributed his distinctive solos, on Donovan's classic single, Sunshine Superman and Hurdy Gurdy Man. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. The Hurdy Gurdy Man. Was also on board playing rhythm guitar behind uh, Pete Townsend on The Who's 1965 debut single, I Can't Explain. I didn't know that either. So there's a reason uh, for that. So he he explains a little bit. During a chat with GQ, Page said, Well, Pete plays lead, and by God does he play lead on I Can't Explain. Uh, he said, Again, this only took a couple of takes. But you can imagine... What the energy was like in that room, being in an enclosed space playing along with the Who. I wasn't really needed or necessary, but it's okay to talk about those things now because Pete's fine with it, and he knows that he played absolutely magnificently. Page went on to say that session players were paid well, and part of the gig was keeping your mouth shut about whose records you were on. Huh. He said you didn't go around talking about it. I began. He would say I would get to the recording date. 
uh, turn up, and I literally wouldn't know who was going to come in the door. Sometimes I would recognize the person, but more often than not, I had no idea. It was, wasn't was your business. You were contracted to do what you did, and that was it. And that's how it worked. You would just show up. They put music in front of you. The people who were going to be accompanying you just showed up at that time, and you played, and that was it. And it's still kind of that way. something, Jimmy. What's in your mother's spotted dick recipe? <laughs> Uh-huh. It's a recipe you talk about. Because if you give me the ingredients, then you might tell somebody you played on this album. And I'm Come on, you could do it. <laughs> this is the best spotted dick I've ever eaten. What's in the recipe? Paige said that uh, the need to deliver on cue was constant. He said if you were a young session musician and you mucked it up or made a mistake, uh, you only uh, you and you got another take. And that means 15 minutes overtime for everybody in the studio, and you probably wouldn't be asked back. But I didn't think about the pressure at the time. I didn't even consider it. I found it really exhilarating to do these sessions and bring something to the party. Yes, because The Who obviously had a big jump on Led Zeppelin, Mm -hmm. you know, in a a number of years. So, wow, that had to be very cool. He He said some guys couldn't hack it. Maybe their nerves got the better of them. But I always treated it as fun. That's cool. That's really cool. Uh, it's, it's, you know, you don't think of session musicians and a lot of those because for the most part they all played their own stuff, and but occasionally a tweak here and there. Yeah, yeah. And that was and as as a session person, you just showed up, and shut up, played and and got out, and and that's all there is to it. All right, and that's what I have in music news. Uh, we're going to take a break, but we're going to get a secret text word winner. So, Kathy, I need number caller, please. Twenty seven. Let's get caller 27 at 215-263-WMMR and see if you know the secret text word. When we get back, get the winner, get your letter of the day, word of the week prize, turn it over to Pierre. We'll be back in just a moment. What's new? Glad you asked. Low-cut Connie. Avatar. Everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Uh, we were looking for caller number 27 for a secret text word. And I believe we have that caller. And it's Dave. Hey, Dave. Hello. How are you? Awesome. Dave, do you know our secret text word? I do. Is it nose? Nose is correct. <laughs> you got it, buddy. Hang on. We're going to get your information. We are going to give you a digital download of Wander. Starring Aaron Eckhart and Academy Award winner Tommy Lee Jones, which is now available on digital and on demand from Paramount Pictures. And that is rated R. And we also had a random texture that we chose, and it is Sarah McKellen from Kanchi. Hey! Sarah's going to get the same thing. So you get Wander from Aaron Eckhart, uh, which is now available digital and on demand from Paramount Pictures. Rated R, so she must be near the... uh Thinking Putty Factory, Kathy, right? That's in Norristown. <laughs> oh, it's Norristown. Norristown, yeah. So. Which is not too far from yeah. Chaka. <laughs> All right, uh, let me see. And that's it. I, we had no guests on the show, so no thank yous to do. We got no sad bro, no sad toe coming up. Uh, we need to do the letter of the day, so let's do it. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... A as in Apple. All right. And J as in Jax. Mm-hmm. All right. A as in Apple. And we have a 20 digital movie download setup, including 300 Beetlejuice, Blade, Buddy uh, Games, Fat Man, Full Metal Jacket, The Goonies, and Tenant, to name a few. 
For the complete list, you can click contest at WMMR.com and get it there. Uh, Pierre is in today and uh, breezy today. I do know you just got... I was asking you about how it is because you just come in from the elements and we haven't been outside in hours and hours and hours. It's cold. Is it's, it cold it's today? It's nippy, yeah. Windswept? Yeah. I mean, it's not windy, but it's... It's got a touch of the uh, uh, that windblown, wind crisp. chill, crisp, uh, a little bit of a breeze blowing. Lethal. No. No, not okay. Not, not lethal. All right. The Santa uh, Ana winds are kicking up big time out in the West Coast. Are they really? Like hurricane force winds. Yeah, it's oh, crazy. That doesn't start more fires. Those poor. <laughs> I know. I know. Yep. Is your uh, studio back and ready to go? What are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> well, why don't you tell us what happened yesterday? So we went off the air. Uh-huh. Well, we we didn't go planned? off the air. Uh huh. <laughs> Was that planned? Well, not exactly. <laughs> um, we all our computers went off, and um, uh, Pancake says you better see if the microphone works, and if it does, you better come on. Uh, and because I went to press the, I was coming out of President Steve promo, in fact, right, and uh, was ready to go into another double shot of something or other, and. Um, it didn't work. And all of a sudden, everything went black. All the computer screens went black. That's not and good. And the sound stopped. And I said, well, we seem to have a little problem. And uh, I had no idea what it was. And I hadn't spilled anything, which you sh- which can be. I mean, I've put us off the air in my history three different times. <laughs> sure. Um, and uh, oh, that's actually, I thought it would have been more. You would <laughs> think so. I've, oh, really? Well, I've spilled more than three different times. Yeah. But these were toxic and lethal okay. spills. I've told you about them. Yeah. Um, uh, and they're they're good stories, and they're true. So that's an interesting scenario. The equipment wasn't working, which means you couldn't play anything, yet the microphone was. Correct. So you, as a solo, by yourself, jock, may have had to go on, if, if, that, if it stayed that way, just to talk. Well, I sang the national time. anthem. Did you? Okay. <laughs> and uh, that was very moving. And then uh, I did a little piece of Hello Dolly from mm-hmm. high school when I was in Hello Dolly. Oh, who did you play? Uh, the uh, the waiter. Okay, but to be the honest, though, so, if if you had to, or, you're joking about that, right? Because no, I am joking about that. What I said to Pancake, uh, I said, "Well, we're." I said, "Well, it's not co- every screen was black, blank, and black." Um, because that's where all the the sound is, the commercials, the music, yeah. the production features are all in the computer boxes. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but the CD lights were still on. I said, go get me CDs of anything. Yeah. And he came back with Rolling Stones. And so I just picked out um, last time. This could be the last time. Okay, so the board was still functioning. But then. the CD machine was working. The okay. CDs both were working. Good. And the microphone was working. So okay. you just went old school. There you yeah. go. I mean, it was fine. Oh, okay. that's cool. It, I, I, I and um, if yes. that if those hadn't been working, if the CD players hadn't been working, what would you have done? I believe me, I can tell stories. Okay, I'm sure <laughs> because at some point, if, if you're um, going for like an hour to kill or something like that, I'm like, I might have been inclined to, you know, like pick up a book and start reading it for the audience. That would be good, you know. I mean, uh, you know, you're creative. Your creativity comes into play, so I would have most likely asked guests to come in and add sure. to the okay. story. Um, right. That would have been my inclination. Um, be, and you know, our everything about this place is an open door policy, anyway. Sure. You know, I mean, people stroll in, and you know, Bill will stop in and chat with you guys. Anyone in the hallway will pop in and say hi. And my door is actually physically always open yep. in, in the studio next door, which is Studio 4F. So people can stroll in anyway. So I would have had people come in 
and maybe tell stories, and um, maybe someone's got a guitar. You have a guitar over yeah, here. We do. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I could have played Heart of Gold, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> which is really moving. And um, there you go. Who all keeps an open door around here? Because you do. Brent Porsche does not. No, he, he doesn't. doesn't. Uh, Ray Coop does keep the door open. Most uh, don't. What about Jackson? Jackson does and doesn't. Okay, so he uh, goes back and forth. He goes back and forth. Jackie does not. Right. Brent does not. So Jackie's I'm... recording a lot, so I could see him wanting the door. But he's open. also here with no one in the in the complex. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to me, I would feel safer with the door open. Yeah, if no one was here. I but, like uh, the door open. I, I, it's weird when I see somebody with it closed, since I'm so used to seeing you with your door open. You know, and and uh, but it. Whatever floats your broadcast boat. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I like the idea of just people drifting in. Uh, you know, and any of you guys have oftentimes drifted right. in. Sometimes, you know, come on with me. Sometimes just said hi or we'd chat about other things. Begging and, for food. You know, begging for food, yeah. And uh, offering, you know, tips on, on yeah. travel uh, and on timeliness to get to the airport. <laughs> um, I could have done a whole series on that. <laughs> That's fact. it. Uh, so... Anyway, it all worked out. But oh, so the reason was yeah. See, I've rambled so long, I forgot. I forgot where we even got into this. That's for. right. The reason was Pancake was changing one of my lava lamp lights, oh. uh, and I have three. No, I have four lava lamps and one of those salt lamps, mm-hmm. uh, which is supposed to be a clarifying uh, of the energy kind of thing. Oh, it so, clarified it. All yeah, right. it clarified a few things. <laughs> And um, apparently, uh, the lava lamp went out. He took the the lava lamp off and and turned the light switch on and off. When he hit it off the second time, everything went out. Wow! So apparently, there they were on the same circuit no, as the control no. board, oh, yeah. no. um, and that caused everything to go. So I I have some lava lamps I'm bringing in for you guys that I want to put uh, all around the area. For yeah, you. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. When, when is the email coming out about lava lamps? It already came out okay. about no having no liquids in there, which I promptly ignored. <laughs> I have no intention of following that rule. Um, uh, and in fact, I'd get my own coffee maker. Um, because I, I, I just become such a coffee snob, so I have my own private coffee maker. But what I found is that everything works out if you have a purpose. There you go. Yeah, it's beautiful. That's and just we beautiful. we all lived happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Now back to our regularly scheduled broadcast. Well, what is up on the regularly scheduled broadcast today? Did we do a letter? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first, I wanted to mention that tomorrow at 2 o'clock, I will have a really lovely conversation with Vicki Cornell, Chris's widow. Mm. Um, and we'll talk about the new album and the Vicki and Chris Cornell Foundation. Uh, it's a very special conversation. Uh, it really is cool. So tomorrow at 2 o'clock, Vicki Cornell. But today, uh, no sad dough at noon and 2. And workforce blocks of the police and Lincoln Park and George Thurgood. Wonderful. I love it. Uh, listen, I want to take a moment to thank uh, our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show brought to you today by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors. Also brought to you by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And by Visit Philly. Explore the full craft beer trail at visitphilly.com slash beer. Uh, tomorrow, we have guests tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, we have Stacy Keach on the program. There's a chance we might have the amazing actor Frank Langella on the show. Who's wonderful, yeah. And He's in your favorite movie, Frost Nixon. And Gwendolyn Christie, who was Brienne of Tarth in the um, Game of Thrones series. And also, uh, she's been in the Star Wars franchise yes. as well. Yeah. So yeah. that's going to be cool. Uh, that is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> 
the Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. I'm Craig, the owner of Relax Float Spa in Doylestown. Our website is relaxfloat.com. A float session is medically proven to reduce stress, and in these times we can all use a bit of stress relief. We custom build our pools so they are large, open, and unintimidating compared to things you might have seen on TV or in the media. We sincerely appreciate this opportunity, and we hope to see you all soon. Next message. Hey, this is Danielle with Haynes Auto Repair in Newfield, New Jersey. We're located right in the center of town. We're a family-owned business ready to serve your vehicles. Check us out and like our Facebook page at Haynes Auto Repair or give us a call at 856-498-0942. And if you come in and mention Preston and Steve, you'll receive a 10% discount. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less.